Good Old Boy Podcast, where we are champions of the common man. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Thanks for tuning in. We sit down with certified good old boys and discuss how they're doing life, how they're getting by, their tips, their tricks, and getting down to the how to live life right by good old boy standards. So, sit back, relax, mix your cocktail, and let's get to the show. This is your host, Buster Caballero. We are back in the studio, and it is, uh, we're recording this a little late at night. We've got two guests in here from my earlier episodes. We've got Mr. Todd Carson, Mr. Jonathan Randolph. Uh, we we have decided we're going to record an episode tonight over a couple of Coors Light, Budweiser's, and a Mountain Dew. <laughs> you were getting ready to go to bed, weren't you, Jonathan? Yeah, I was. Um, thank you for coming over. I'm an old man. It's all right. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Need my, Todd? my beauty rest. Yeah. And Todd, you're ready to go into the stand. You're all camoed out. I hardly saw you there. Yeah. Well, you know, I was going to hoping we're going to do a little bit of nutra hunting. I know. But uh, John didn't bring the pellet gun. So to all my good old boys out there, be aware that nutra are a nuisance animal with no bag limit. And all you need is a hunting license. Take these things out. So, uh, no, no fur permit needed as if long you as leave it be. Leave it be, which is pretty awesome. Did you know about that, Jonathan? Yes. I mean, only could you tell me. I've got my bow. You've got a bow. Yes. I had a freaking uh, a crossbow, but my dad made me bring it to him, so that would have been beautiful. So, in our neighborhood, we have had a big nutra problem. They tried trapping them, and then apparently a couple of hippies decided it would be better to mess up the traps. <laughs> and uh, because we don't want to hurt the poor nutra. Yeah. Those are those kind of people that love animals more than people, right? Like those yeah. kind of people? Yeah. I had an experience with one of them this past week, actually. What happened? So my mom and dad are, are retired, right? So yeah. I had the great idea. Of Your dad just had a birthday, didn't he? He did, yeah. He just turned seventy in December, and uh, what'd you get him for his birthday? Oh, that's a good question. I just blanked out on that. Um, Should have got him a casket. Oh, you're a member of Costco now, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> and they have urns too at Costco. <laughs> oh, yeah, and caskets Lord. at Costco. Uh, he's never gonna listen to this, so that's okay. Yeah. I don't even think he knows what a podcast is, but that's all right. Yeah. So, um, I uh, I had the great idea that I was gonna get them a cat. And uh, they're cat people, which says a lot. So Jonathan hates but his parents. I have a cat, and it's it's actually pretty cool. Um, but I have dogs too. So anyway, so <laughs> not cool. I can't with this. My my uh, <laughs> sit back down. So so uh, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get them a cat. It's been a while. Their last cat died like ten years ago or something. So I had the great idea that I'm gonna I'm gonna get them one from. Was it a mountain lion? No, it wasn't that cool. It's not that cool. No, it really Black wasn't. Puma. It, no, it was it was a terrible animal, and uh, so I I I I don't know what I was thinking. I was bored or whatever, and I said I'm going to get one from one of those rescue places. They have rescue places for cats. Like they really need to be rescued. <laughs> so 
Now that I'm actually saying this again, I, I realize how you, you went to this place to get no, the rescue No, no, this cat. was all online. I didn't know. I would never knowingly walk into one of these places at all. I think you know, it's like you go into PetSmart you or something. You hear the words that are coming out of your mouth right uh, now. Yeah, it's re- even more ridiculous when I actually hear them coming out. So you have to. Oh God, I don't even want to tell this because it's going to get worse. So you have to fill out an application to adopt a cat. This is a is real there a thing. waiting period? Oh no! This I, I I promise to God this is not made up. So I'm sitting here and I'm going, Mom, uh, this is real. Like I have like this is like adopting a child. Like <laughs> I started going through the questions and I'm asking her, Do you want me to just do this for you? Because she, she's never going to get online and fill this out. And she goes, Yeah. If Does you don't she mind. know what online is? Yeah, yeah, she's on Facebook. That's why I don't really like Facebook anymore. Um, <laughs> my mom's on. My mom's on, on Facebook. So she, I just said, Mom, I'll fill it out hey, for you. Quick, quick. So I posted a picture on Facebook of me and uh, Ellis, and I was wearing a cowboy hat that day because, yeah. Uh, and my mom sent me a, pic, a, a message going, Son, I saw the picture. Are you okay? What happened to your forehead? I love you. <laughs> I wrote back. <laughs> I was playing Cowboys and Indians. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I love you. <laughs> so, all right. Good quick, quick So, So, yeah, quick. So, the I start going through this application, and, uh, you know, it's basic crap, like your name, your address, all that kind of stuff. Well, then it started getting interesting. So, it starts asking, you know, like, how many cats you've had? Is this cat going to be allowed to go outside? These kind of things, right? Well, then it starts going... What are you going to do if the cat claws your curtains? And it's like a box to like write in an answer, right? So I didn't know, really know what the Short answer here. or essay. Because part of me wants to go like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit it with, a, with something like a ruler or something. I don't know, just to piss them off. But I knew that's going to disqualify me from getting this cat for them, right? And there was like five more questions like that. Like, what are you going to do? How long are you going to give this cat to transition into its new home? What what th- these are real questions. What what disciplinary tactics are you going to use to discipline the cat? A squirt bottle. Well, that's what I said. I, that's <laughs> the only one I could think of was a squirt bottle, right? And it, so this goes on and on. There's like maybe five to six of these kind of questions that they're trying to figure out what you're going to do. This is like a personality test. Oh, where they asked, test. They, oh. Did they? They probably asked you the same question five different different ways, ways to see if you're going to lie. Well, then it even said, um. We, we we have the right to come visit your home to do a home visit. A home visit for a cat. A cat or a child. What's going That's on what I said. Are we adopting a kid or is this a cat? So I finished this thing, you know, and basically what happened is I get disqualified. <laughs> and <laughs> I get disqualified because I said that their previous cats that they had, they had like three over 30 years or something that, that they went also went outside. Ten years a cat? That's a good average. It's pretty good. So they emailed me back. They all died tragic death. <laughs> <laughs> they were all poisoned. Uh, they said, we can't let you adopt the cat because your previous cats went outside. And I emailed back and I was like, uh, can you explain? And they said, we have a strict policy of not allowing cats outside. And I kind of because wanted... it's against their like religion or <laughs> I don't know because no cat has ever been outside before. Have you ever heard of a freaking puma? I, well, I just wanted to say, lady, 
for millions of years. <laughs> Cats have been Cats have outside been before have you, they were pets. Have you heard of a saber-toothed tiger? <laughs> so this this email exchange is going back and forth, and I'm like, just just get cat? the cat. We we'll get you a cat tonight. You want the? We get him a Nutra <laughs> or a Nutra. <laughs> They're like a capybara. <laughs> Whatever. Tomato, that. tomato. And they stay out. And they stay outside. So I just kind of was. It was going back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, Do you want the cat to, to stay in your shelter or not? I thought the point is to get him out of. Well, the if shelter. it's staying in the shelter, you can bet it's staying inside. It's, inside. it's not an outdoor shelter, right? Until it's put down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, I didn't get the cat. I, I, I screwed that up. But I failed. Right. So what did you get your dad for his birthday? <laughs> a Netflix subscription? I just gave him my login. Not a cat. I wrote it on his birthday card. I tried to get him a cat. <laughs> did you hear? Here's, here's, the, here's the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> I tried to get him a cat. I failed the test. He didn't get a cat. That's it. <laughs> Done. Done. Don't 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 try to rescue a cat. If you First rescue all, a cat, you're keeping it inside. Here's a cliff notes. <laughs> Pretty Subs- much. Subscribers. Subscribers. If you're trying to get a cat, don't ask John Randolph to get you a cat. No. Terrible idea. We'll put in the show notes the correct answer. A B B A C D E F inside. Select start. <laughs> inside. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm on like a sh- like an adopt cat adoption shelter watch list now. <laughs> like this guy's a freaking jerk. You're, you're, Don't allow from any animals. You're gonna go to the next one and you're gonna like answer. Oh, you've answered everything right, but you've been on the terrorist watch list for cat <laughs> adoptions. <laughs> you're a cat terrorist. Who's this Ron Jandoff? I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, that happened. Um, Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. You had a full Friday. Full Friday. Good Lord, man. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like cat. I'll tell you what. The very first podcast I listened to with you two, mm-hmm. John's a very good storyteller. He is. <laughs> very good storyteller. If that story involves wrestling or cats oh, or, or vanilla ice. Yeah. I don't no. know. The best story I've ever heard is Coolio. Yeah, that is a I found story. that picture the other day. I uh, I think I have it in my office here somewhere. It's it's in my garage. I've got it. That's like that picture that was so prominent in my apartment when I was younger, man. And now it's in the garage underneath like old rags and screws and things like that. So I met Tom Wopat from Dukes of Hazard. How about that? Was he a country singer at the time? Yes. Oh, yeah, he was garbage. Oh man. Didn't, didn't one of them get arrested recently for something? Probably. I don't know. It would make sense. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, Hulk Hogan came to uh, Baybrook Mall. Mm. What kind of a show was that? There was a lot of people there. I saw it on Facebook. I'm good. Todd's uh, getting us some beers. Thank you. No, it, it, hey, look on the liquor cabinet. We got a couple of those uh, those uh, <laughs> brown waters. So it was yeah. a it was a it was a hundred bucks just to get an autograph, right? And then it wasn't an extra hundred dollars yeah. to, to take an extra hundred. Was it a hundred? It was something like that. But man, it was. Would you pay it? No, I don't. I no, I never really cared for him that much. What? 
Yeah, I just no, I didn't. Oh man, were you WCW? No, no. I mean, I just I like like the Ultimate Warrior. He was like my favorite, just because he was weird and Hulk was okay. I just I hated his like skirted eggshell thing. <laughs> the hair? Like the, the 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 bald mullet kind of huh? thing. Oh, he brought me another one. I don't. I ain't mad at it. I got a thing for mullets. I just don't. Y'all, so we we went out tonight, and in, in in keeping in line of you know things we've talked about, the Uber driver that took us to dinner was drunk. We get to the restaurant. It was That's good. Always good. It was good. Isn't and that the, the whole uh, reason for taking an Uber? It is. <laughs> we we went to have cocktails at Rosewater. Mm. And at Rosewater. You're supposed to get drunk. Yeah. Oh, got it. This guy, he is wearing like black jeans, black boots, a black like trench coat. Not trench coat. You know the, uh, oh, God, what is it? it? It's like the shiny jackets. A members only jacket? No, not a members only, but it's got like the, uh, oh, God, it, it's like he would have had his karate dojo on the back. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the like the satiny looking ones? Yes. So he was Johnny Cash in it? He was and all this black? guy had a mullet, Ooh. and he was drinking a cocktail with the most amount of fruit I've ever seen in it. But let me tell you, the way this guy was carrying himself, I wanted to party with him. I mean, he was talking to people. He was. This guy looked like he was witty, engaging, and everything, but this, he had a mullet. So, I like, a, like a legit mullet? Yes. Like, like a... How I and need the, more and details the guy of long? Like, was it curly? Like one to Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. What are we talking about? Seven. Was this a Caucasian gentleman? It was. What, Todd? I can't. I've seen some Hispanic gentlemen with some mullets. Oh, Hispanics love a mullet. Touche. You've got to keep that off your neck. If you're working outside in, in like, hot. laboring it's hot, hot, grow you a mullet. It gets hot. You need to protect that neck. You can't be getting that. Uh, and the more sheen you get on it, the worse it gets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, Tennessee top then, hat. That's my favorite. <laughs> the Kentucky waterfall. <laughs> what, what else? Mississippi grapevine. Yeah. Beaver tail. <laughs> I can't remember when you'd have. I the, can't compete with this. Wait, did know. y'all did y'all have the white trash kind of uh, kid in like middle school who had the rat tail? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. rat tails. Oh was yeah. John, John was the guy. <laughs> no, God dang, my mom would never let me have that. Every time I think of a, I think of that uh, that little fat kid on uh, Billy Madison. Oh, Remember that's he had rude. Rat Why does it always be the fat kid? Remember the little oh. fat kid on Billy Madison? He had a rat tail. Did he? Yeah. Was it one of the old? Was that the kid that peed himself? No, that was a little nerdy kid. That it was. He was was just it like the kid the that pointed out, "Hey, look, guys, Billy peed yeah, on himself." Yeah, that was the that was the fat rat tail. He had a rat kid. tail. Yep, I, didn't I promise. That. So it's rude. But, so anyway, after <laughs> after Rosewater, John's from Mississippi. Yes, he is. Unfortunately, we've got a good. We've got the tri. We've got third coast in we here. We got the trifecta going got, on here. We got Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. Let's go. So we leave, and I call an Uber, and I get in, and immediately I get the waft of that that sticky icky, <laughs> and I look down, and in the console is a dugout. And he takes his phone and he just puts it over it. And I just look at him and I give him that look like, really, dude? <laughs> he just smiles at me. But he puts it on 10 and 2. He backs up. He looks back. He's got a rear view camera. He does. He's going by the books. 
Yeah, well, he's high. He's super high and paranoid, of course. Or maybe he's got that, like, that sativa stuff where he's he's focused in. And he took us all the way up to 45, came down 96, 10 and 2 the whole time. He got a phone call. He hit ignore right away. He was on it. This is dealer. No, it was his roommate. His was roommate, because it, po- it popped up the guy's name, roommate. And I'm like, I would have talked to him for you. Yeah. Well, or if he's your friend or roommate, they call him by his last name, too. <laughs> that was kind of weird. It was like his name, roommate, in parentheses. Yeah. It's like when, whenever you call me, it says Buster Friend. Hoodie. And he wore a hoodie. John, John lives in Marbella, too. <laughs> Next door to Buster. <laughs> Another parentheses. Yeah. Friend. It's, it's weird. I have, it's very long in my cell phone. I don't know, what, I don't know why. Did he have the hoodie? Well, he was like the hood was up. The hoodie was in his profile picture on the Uber app, and we were talking about it. And he pulled up, and he's wearing the hoodie again. I kind of wanted to ask him, what was his what's name? Your... Oh. oh. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, need, I need to see this, actually. Oh, man. I'm going to look this up. So, anyway, but he, he got us home. He was good. What kind of vehicle was this? Did you talk to, like, so it's a, is this a thing that, is this just me? Because I talked to all my Uber drivers. Because I want to know, like, how long you've been in it? Why are you yeah. doing this? The very first Uber driver I had, I was so excited. I was in Austin, Texas. I was at the AFPM, the oil and gas conference. And I call up, so I was going to take some clients out to uh, Top Golf. So they pick us up at the Marriott. We're driving out. I'm so psyched. Christian, that's, that's, that's embarrassing. So, uh. I'm so excited. I'm taking these clients. He looks out. young in here, we're, but he was kind of. So we're meeting up. We're meeting up at this um, Top Golf, and uh, I'm pumped because it's my first Uber. Jump in the car, and I have all these questions. Like this has to be the awesome, the best job ever because you get to meet all these new cool people. <laughs> You're in a nice city. So tell me, how long you been doing this? And he's like, I can't. I'm like, oh. You're deaf, <laughs> and he's like, what? he's like, yeah, no, he. And I was like, damn, I have all these questions, right? And I'm, I've been talking for like five not, minutes. Not this ride, you don't. <laughs> no, 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 you got I'm, him, bro. You're I'm asking him. all these questions, and then I realize I'm like, crap, I really can't ask any of these questions. And he, the whole time, he's just sitting here telling me like, and it didn't even click with me that he's deaf. He just keeps pointing at his ear, and I'm like, I'm yelling in your ear. You can't hear. (laughs) And so once we get there, I'm like, oh, he's deaf. So then now I have even more questions for the next Uber driver, right? (laughs) So I'm like, hey, have you ever met a a deaf Uber driver? And then it just goes (laughs) down from there. Oh, it's bad, man. Okay, I hate when I get the, like, now they have all these things. So, oh. I go to rate the Uber driver. I always ask the guys, I'm like, hey, I'll give you five for five because I want a damn good rating. Uh, I've got a five-star rating for Uber. So I'm like, five for five, good. I, I take the guy and I put like, I rate him five. And it's like, would you like to say anything else about him? <laughs> so there's a part like great vehicle, like, like. It smells like, it smells like weed. <laughs> if somebody had like great items in there. Uh, great offerings in their vehicle, like water. So, so click that. Oh, I have a five point eight rating. No, you don't. I do. Five point eight. Four point eight. Four point eight. Yeah. Kelly got a four point six, and she is upset about it. And you know why she has that? Because of me. Because uh. <laughs> she calls the Uber, and I just start like 
by the if they're bringing us home, I'm having a blast. And yeah, I feel I'll, bad. Yeah, I love I like Uber because but so there's some times that I'm probably shouldn't be in an Uber. <laughs> I don't. I haven't, I haven't have th- you ever seen the videos of people losing their shit in an Uber? Yeah, but here's the thing: like I, I haven't thrown up mm. since like 2000. Literally, sick or drunk, have not thrown up. Can't throw up. I could drink until we all just die, and I will not throw <laughs> up. But, well, that's, but, that's but, better. <laughs> but, I can get hammered drunk in an Uber, and I'll just spew out all kinds of random stuff, and I get bad ratings over <laughs> <because> <laughs> Horrible conversationalist. Oh. Or I'm just oblivious. Like, we'll just have a random conversation, and it may or may not be PC. I asked Uber driver the other day. I was like, do you ever not pick up someone? He goes, yeah. I go, what makes you not pick up someone? He goes, if they're less than four stars. I'm like, wow, that seems kind of a... Racist? Racist? Yeah. Uber racist? Very selective. They're Uber racist. It's fine. (laughs) They're not upper class. (laughs) They're They're middle class. Uber racist. Uber racist. So are the Germans. Oh... Oh, sorry. Way to, way to bring it in there, John. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you hear dead silence in the middle of this, that was because we deleted that guy's track. I got a grandma uh, Uber one time. I've had some Uber. <laughs> Tell me about your German grandma. <laughs> uh, she's dead. What's her number? Hey, oh, she wasn't. 187. <laughs> okay, so much for this podcast sorry guys <laughs> and there goes all 100 subscribers <laughs> this was a bad idea maybe I don't know we're gonna roll with it no you know what so Look, what's been going on y'all if you made it through the the, uh, the the boys weekend podcast I think we'll be alright tonight <laughs> my mom yelled at me for that <laughs> she probably cussed your dad. Uh huh. Yeah, but uh, with good reason. No. So uh, I went to cut off, and I want to tell you about that. I had to, y'all know I had to go to Baton Rouge. My mom, what? Should have brought the toys out. Talk about them. Well, hold on. First of all, <laughs> this is radio. Okay. So Buster went home to his mom's and picked up a whole bunch of. Old school childhood toys. Yeah, so I had for to, you perverts out my, there. My mom called me and she said, "Hey, I'm having knee surgery." And so, being the good son that I think I am, I was like, "All right." Took off work, went to Baton Rouge, was there for her with the surgery. Met up with my sister. Uh, actually, had a good time. Me and my sister went day drinking while my mom was in surgery. My mom's giving. They were like, "It's gonna be real easy." It's like, so we go and my sister's like, "You want to go to this bar? I really like." I'm like. Yeah, let's go. Sure do. So we went. I had an old fashioned. She had her drink. We went back, and while my, my mom everything gets done, they bring her back. Y'all, knee surgery now. An hour after you're out, you're up and walking. Hmm. Like physical therapist came in. Time to walk. And my mom took knee, off. My knee was just open forty five minutes ago. No thanks. Yeah, no. They gonna they gonna do it. The uh, so yeah, it was pretty interesting. So while we're there, she uh. She gets a call about her building for rent and cutoff. And they say, uh, the guy's like, hey, I can meet you in the next day or so to rent this building out. Mom's like, I ain't going to be able to down there for a month. So I said, you know what? I'll go run down there. It's two hours away. I'll be, you know, in the afternoon. While I'm there, my mom's like, okay, you can bring this stuff down and maybe grab some of your stuff while you're down there. I'm like, okay. 
cool. So I go down there, open up the building, look at everything, check it out, make sure everything's okay. And this was like my grandfather's building where he had his hardware store. Like when I was a kid, I, w- I was in this hardware store, awesome building. Uh, when I was running uh, contract labor and I had my gun store, we did it out of this building. Uh, building's got memories. So I go up in the attic and I find all my old toys from my childhood. So we have He-Man. We have GoBots. We have Transformers. We have Voltron. We have all the, like, I have Snake Mountain and uh, Castle Grayskull. I've got Micro Machines, Whoa. Legos, I like all kind of stuff. And I've got like 10 bins in my garage right now of this stuff. That's just, and I brought it out awesome. and I was like showing the kids. I'm going to put it all on eBay. <laughs> I think we're just going to put it in one big lot, like 80s nostalgia. People buy that, man. It's a big they do. I like had some of my sister's toys up there. Some she stop it, Todd. Some like I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, but it, light bright. No, like she had her Shira and Shira, and she had some. Uh, there was a kind of a t- very toned down version of uh, Ewoks from Star Wars. Wait, what does that mean? A toned down version, <sighs> like a very kiddie version of. Is your sister younger than you? She's older. So I like, I looked at it and I'm like, I ain't going to bring that. And then I'm like, hold on one second. I go on eBay and start looking at it. (laughs) Hold up. Hold up. Throw it in. (laughs) I'll take that too. I'll take it. So, yeah. So I brought all that stuff back for. It's uh, always good to, like, eBay's a good judge of, should I buy this or not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I should. I should. I definitely should. Yeah. Or should I get rid of this or not? Hundred bucks? Yeah, I should get rid of that for sure. So thanks, Marie Kondo. Have y'all been into that, dude? No. But so I was still one before I came over here. Were you? Yeah, man, going through all our oh. crap. So Amanda, Amanda was like, for New Year's, we're gonna take one one room in the house at a time. We're gonna <laughs> declutter. We're gonna we're gonna organize it, and we're gonna be good. We never heard of this Marie Kondo. So we go to H-E-B. It's dangerous. We go to H-E-B, and I run into your wife. And so I'm like, Kel, where's, uh, where's Buster? She was supposed to be at the bar. I was like, where's Buster? She's like, oh, he's at home. Uh, he's organizing the closet. Yeah, I well, did. why is Buster organizing the closet? Have you heard of Marie Kondo? No. Netflix series, Buster's into it right Tidying now. Tidying up. And sure enough, I'm like, no, but I've... And then Amanda's like, I've heard of it, but I'm not quite sure. Oh, Netflix series, you check it out. So we go home, we start watching it. I'll be damned if our entire house. So this, so today, pantry, uh, spice closet, spice rack, or whatever, spice cabinet we have. Yeah. uh, The entire uh, closet in our bedrooms done. We went to, you know what's stupid? Container store. Oh. So we went to the container store. No. So I was thinking, okay, go to the How container. much money did you spend? It, was, it wasn't that bad. It was like 80 bucks. Okay. It wasn't right. bad. That it wasn't bad. bad at all. So I walk in, and there's a ton of people in there. So I asked them, obvious question for a dude. So Marie Kondo been good for business? And they're like, we've known Marie Kondo for 10 years. That's what we're based off of? Yes. Yeah. And, and they're like, Really? They turn their nose up yeah. at me for even offering. A, you, you got 
you got your no, their nose turned up while yeah. you were trying yeah. to get your shit together. So I'm like, hey, mainstream, look at me. I know who Marie Kondo is. And I'm like, we've been Marie Kondo for 15 years. Oh, my bad. Really? Well, and that y'all just started advertising her the last yes. month? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> she went on Netflix. That's why. Yep. So, yeah, now now we're super tidy in some places. <laughs> some places, not so much. There's no look on my side of the closet. Dude, she, it's had not great she had a book. Right? She had she a, has book. a book. And apparently. She gave away the audio book for a while. I downloaded it. Was it? Well, yeah, because you couldn't understand it because it was in subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was a book on tape. She looks so, so happy in that show. Oh, oops, y'all. Sorry. She, uh, okay, y'all got kids. You know the movie Sing? Yes. You know the little Asian? I imagine her in the group, but I told her, I'm like, Kelly's like, you love her, don't you? I'm you, like, yes. You know there's like red pandas, right, that are like predominantly <laughs> Japan, Japanese, right? Okay. That was incredibly racist, Buster. <laughs> oh, Lord. Culturally appropriate. That's eh, whatever. Yeah. But no, so I I pulled everything out of my closet and did that. And let me tell you, how how many things did you feel joy with? Half, dude. I was it was easy for me to throw some shit away. I'm not even gonna lie. I was. I had stuff. I did pack a bag full of like. So I, you find me. I'm in a Columbia fishing shirt. I had so many of them. I like basically shoved them in a bag to bring down to like keeping Galveston when I go down there as an yeah. extra like wardrobe. So now when I go down there, uh, I'm like uh, I bring this bag and I'm like Cal, look. When I would go down to Galveston, I'll just keep this down there. I won't have to bring anything. And she looks at me and goes, great, Buster. That means whenever we're trying to go down there, I'll be packing myself, the kids, everything else we need, the groceries and everything, and you'll already <laughs> be down there. <laughs> yes. And, of course, <laughs> you my, need to watch Tidy Up. My immediate response is, but it brings me joy, <laughs> which met with rolling eyes and a punch in the gut. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but no, it's it's crazy how that shit comes in. A, good for but, but you know what though? I, th- I think no. Okay. But she, there, there's a there's a certain. I, I agree with her methodology. I do too. Because half the half the shit you're like you got to sit there and look at it and go, do I need this? No, I don't. No. Okay, then get rid of it. Why don't, have you had it? Don't hold on to like, because Amanda holds on to shit forever. You and, do too, though. No, I, I really yeah. don't. Like, I'm I'm pretty good about. I do. We hold on to shit. No, but I'm pretty good about getting rid of stuff. Like, if I look at something, I'm like, oh, hey, this I've had this because sometimes I find stuff, especially it's like we have like two drunk drawers or junk drawers, right? Like, uh huh. In the kit, there's one in the kitchen, and there's one like in our little butler pantry. Yeah, area. that's where ours are. And I couldn't tell you what's in it. So the I so think when, I have a raincoat. So when so when we first when we first started this little tidying up thing, I just went to that drawer, opened it up, didn't look at anything, pulled it out and threw it in the trash because I don't know what's in it. If I don't, if I don't already know that's in there, I don't need it. Yeah, that's a good. So start. I don't I don't have that problem that like Amanda has that problems and but yeah I can get rid of stuff I don't even care. I think it's the interesting aspect of it. It's not just tidying up, but like when you watch the show and the people are like we fight a lot. And at the end of the show, it's like, we stopped fighting. Oh, because you got rid of a bunch of shit? Yeah. Yeah. All your emotional baggage is gone? Weird. <laughs> weird. Oh, your husband's weird shoe fetish is gone? 
<laughs> you don't have anything to bitch at him about? Are you kidding me? There was there was that one where it's like the lady had a million uh, Christmas ornaments or something like that. Yeah. Oh. There, there was a guy that went the ten thousand uh, dollar credit card debt for shoes. What? I missed that episode. Yeah. On yeah. the Marie Kondo thing. Yes. Yeah. Dude I, had. I, I didn't get past the first episode. Oh uh, well, I might have been binge watched it one night, but I probably was drunk when I did it. But no, <laughs> he's he apparently went ten ten grand in debt, bought a bunch of shoes he's never even worn before. Oh man! Wow. So yeah, people have all well, kinds of all kinds of folks, man. All kinds. I of I could folks. go to Marshalls and get every single shoe he has for like a hundred bucks. He probably didn't have shoes as a he, kid oh, or something. So, or so that, there's something emotional something there. There's psychological. That's. Deep, John. Yeah, <laughs> That's very know. deep. So he had a pair of Jordans that were like ten or fifteen years old that he'd never opened before. And when he pulled them out of the bag, the soles when he pulled them out of the bag, the soles fell off the shoe. Oh, oh. no, he died a little bit inside, didn't <laughs> he? He did. Uh, At that point he realized I guess I'll throw these in the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the six hundred dollars you spent on those shoes could have like maybe gotten you an extra hundred in the market. These bring me no joy. You just threw them in the trash. I looked at stuff, I'm like, that does I bet you we could probably look around here and I'd be like, uh, oh, that didn't really so, bring me joy. But your childhood toys, you should probably look at them again. It's like, uh Dizzy But no, but here's yeah. the thing, I looked at them and I was like Then they bring your bank account joy. They're really cool, yeah. but But they bring you your big. bank account joy. Exactly. Yeah. I can go like sell all that shit, probably make a couple of grand and I mean, I got all the I got all, all the day. vehicles, all the accessories, and I don't know where any of my stuff is. I don't. I had like a tackle box full of GI Joes. I think I think it's. I never had GI Joes. Oh, dude, that's I a hell of a thing to keep GI Joes in. Oh, you had little compartments, dude. I put them in. Nice little OCD little kid. Yeah. Were you? Stuff. Probably. Did you like uh, line your cars up in color my and kids style? Do that. Do they really? My boys did that. Yeah, they li- they would line up their Hot Wheels in a straight line. Dude, your, your boy uh, Davis gave me the stink eye the other day. Sounds about right. He, uh, <laughs> they came over here to play with Pip, and they walked in, and they had their Nintendo Switch or whatever, or like headphones and yeah. all that stuff. So, like, all right, boys, get in the backyard and go play. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? And then he, he, he walked in. <laughs> Dude, he walked in. He sits down on the couch and he pulls it out and he goes, Mr. Buster, what's your password to your internet, please? <laughs> How old is he? He's six. And I go, <laughs> nice. Why? I want to play my video game. And I walked over and I go, son, get your ass outside and go play. And he looked at me and he like packed up his stuff. First of all, first of all, I'll make you feel a little bit better, John, because Buster's son is not much better. <laughs> oh, he's so, not. So, so, wait, so a couple let, weeks hold on. ago. Hold on. Let me, let, me, all right, all right. let me finish first. And so he, like, packs his – he's, like, takes it, and he's, like, packing it up, like, <sighs> and he goes outside, and he plays, and I don't know. He goes outside, and then he pulls out again. He must have popped in a public Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> he got the neighbor's Wi-Fi. Next thing I know, he's playing it. I'm like, I'm going to leave him alone. He was good. <laughs> he was good. All right, so. All he needed was a little bit of Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple, we, okay, a couple so. weeks ago, so I, I come in, picking up Buster for something, talking about something or whatever, and open the door, and, and well, actually, I knock on the door, and then Pip sees me. Right, and he's like, "Hey, hey, Mr. Todd, Mr. Todd's here." 
opens the door, and Gus is like, hey, where's your daughter? <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, Gus? He goes, uh, yeah, where's your daughter? I'm like, first of all, slow your roll. Second of all, she's at home. And then, uh, so I'm like, all right, no big deal. So yesterday, we're doing this little furlough family thing, right? We're feeding mm-hmm. the neighborhood, and Buster comes over to the house, and we pick up a bunch of food, and we're, we're over at my house packing some stuff up, and he comes over to bring some last-minute stuff over, and he's got Pip and Gus. So they come in the house and get him in there, and I mean, freaking Pip. Gus didn't even walk in the house all the way yet. Where's your daughter? <laughs> nice. I'm like, bro. <laughs> uh, no, first of all, slow your roll. He's a man on a mission. He is, man. <laughs> and Pip is, too. It's, it was funny because Pip said it a couple times, too. Like, hey, uh, where's Lily? I'm like, damn it. I'll tell you what, what my is boy? going on, man? So – so I don't know Pip, what you're teaching your kids, but slow your roll. Pip, uh, we, this morning we, we went over to uh, uh, Kelly's business partner, Melissa, and Patrick's house, and they've got four girls. And Patrick was like, hey, you, we're, we're going to go shooting. So I'm like, great, I got to go. I got to some trigger time today. Uh, but Pip has, they have four daughters. And here's one I love. It's like, they're, they're all beautiful little girls. But I got one I kind of like. And Pip likes her too, and he calls her Honey Bear. Oh no! But not like around anybody. But he'll like all of a sudden to her. Yeah, and like she said something to her mom. <laughs> oh, he's like Pip calls me Honey Bear, and smiling. And I'm just like, <gasps> dude, that kid's gonna be trouble. Oh God, trouble. <laughs> well, tonight Kelly was saying how like apparently a couple of moms have told her like. Oh, Pip told my daughter like he would love to marry her or something like that. And this kid's six. He's listening to his father, man. You say some stuff like that to Kelly all the time. I love my wife. Yeah, no, it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no. Look, I love my wife. I tell her some things. I got a buddy of mine. He's on a different level. And it's like, he, oh, man. I got to get him on this podcast. I love the dude. He's amazing. But, man, you know, you know when a guy just loves his wife? And it's an awesome thing. But this dude loves his wife. And he's always like, ah, oh, sit here, my beautiful wife, as he's pulling out the chair. And I'm just like, so, so look, <laughs> and I'm without like, me knowing who this guy is, his wife can do some tricky stuff that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Once you have him on here, you're like, damn it. <laughs> Wish I hadn't thought about that. So uh, top ten questions from the audience is one. No, but it's funny shit like that. These kids, yeah. So <laughs> I think I sent you a message saying, like, hey, dude, I think I pissed your kid off. Now, see, here's the thing, though, right? So I got three. He's the middle. So that, that That's kind of where I think that starts to pick up, right? But he's always been a little bit different. And that sounds terrible, but, like, my oldest is cool as can be. Just He's a cool kid. He's respectful. He's very, you know, he's pretty chilled, laid back. Davis is just a butthole, an <laughs> absolute butthole. And he's, and he's a, I mean, he otherwise, it comes and goes, right? He's very moody. Like, if it gets past 9 o'clock, like, forget about it, you know. If he doesn't get his way, forget about it, you know. Jack, Jack's, my oldest is pretty easy going. Davis is not, you know. So, I, I think he, <laughs> I don't know, I, he just, the stuff that he says, you know, we'll go to, I'll go to, you know, put him to bed. He'll be like, you know, I love you, buddy. Good night. And he goes, no, you don't. 
I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Put your mother away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Because that's not John Randolph. That's John, Rand- John Randolph I know. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sorry. Trying, sorry. I sorry. I just burnt shit out. I'm trying not to I, say. I, I don't want to tell too much on them. Uh. Dude, these these kids will test you. Yeah, I don't true. know what it is. Like, you and I had lunch, and Jonathan and I are, like, breaking down situations, trying to emotionally console each other about the stuff going on in our <laughs> lives with our kids. We're like, you and I have very different yes. fucking lunch conversations. <laughs> we usually do, too. This one That's just... because my kids bring up your daughter, and all of a sudden, you're, like, shut down. You're like, shut up. Well, no. I mean, it's, it's just the weird. because I walls up. Like, Where's hey, your daughter? <laughs> yeah, how's it going? How's your daughter? <laughs> Your daughter. What's going on here? Well, Gus, we got. I went to pick up Gus the other day from school, and I get out, and it's like all the moms and the kids are out in the hood, and I get Gus out, and I put him on the ground, and he goes, "I'm gonna go tell hi to Arya." <laughs> Arya, hi! Like running across the road, not looking for traffic. Well, first of all, your your kids, your boys, I swear, are the most dapper fellas I've ever seen, yeah. as far as kids. That's their mama. It is. She dresses. It up. is. It is. But but you know what though, it, for the longest time it was, but Pip is taking it to a whole nother level, oh. and so he just wants to be seen, and he walks out. Hey, where's your daughter? What's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. And then Gus gets mad at him because he's, and then there's an interference, and the brothers are gonna fight over my daughter. Whatever. And so my daughter, so my daughter was upstairs. It was funny. They don't know that I have so. So obviously we have a blended family, right? So we have Amanda and I have one, and then like I a have pina colada. Yeah, kind of, but I don't like pina coladas. More like a margarita. <laughs> uh, but I have I have anger. I have three other kids from a previous marriage, so that I have that. There's three other kids upstairs, and Pip and Gus have only met two. Only yeah. met Lily, and so hey, where's your daughter? She's upstairs with her sister. Sister. Pip goes, she has a sister? <laughs> Jackpot. I'm like, yeah, and and a brother. She has a brother? And then my son comes out, and I'm like, yeah. And, a, and then he has an older brother upstairs as well. Another brother? There's another <laughs> brother? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a long story. Blow their mind. I'll tell you I'll tell you guys later over beers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you guys got at least 20 more years before we talk about this. Six, ten? Yeah, yeah. Ten years. Yeah, yeah. well, 30. When she's 30, she can talk. Yeah. <laughs> when you're 30, you can talk to the Caballero boys. They better just be hello. Well, so we've, we've talked about this before. Like, could you imagine, just in case, if Pip – who there's there's some patrol, some betrothals going on, right? Patrol yeah, there's some patrol. negotiations patrol. happening. Yeah. Betrothal. Uh, so – Gus to live. Gus to live. And, yeah. And then if Pip and Lily were to – then be us and the Junimans. Uh huh. That would be a ridiculous party. It sounds like Game of Thrones or something. It, it is. We talked about like the the weddings and the House all, Caballero. House of Caballeros. Yes. It'd be a neutra <laughs> on the <laughs> on, on the, the sigil on the <laughs> sigil. No, it'd be a big crawfish. It'd be a crawfish sigil. Yeah. You see the trailer? 
I did. Corey's would be. How, what would Corey's be for the June? It'd be like a, something a balding, like a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Corey. If you're listening, that fucker. <laughs> oh, look, dude. Have I told you about the time like Corey and I like actually got to know each other? Whoa! So, like hey, oh, this is gonna get interesting. Let me get another beer. <laughs> you, you, you probably need one. Go get one. You want to? I will, but I'll wait. Okay. I gotta hear this one. So, Corey, Corey, and Sarah move in next door to us. We get to know each other. Uh, I have to go play in a. I'm going to play in a golf tournament. We need an extra one, so I took her. Hey, man, you interested in playing in a golf tournament? Oh, with you us? accidentally got an A player. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> so Corey, the morning of the tournament, Corey comes over. We throw our stuff in the truck and we're driving off, and just kind of, you know, we're talking, shooting the bowling. He goes, "Yeah, almost made a bloody mary," and I was like, yeah, "I almost made one too. Would you like one?" We're halfway out the neighborhood. He goes, I couldn't, I wouldn't turn it down. I turned around, came back, got a Bloody Mary, made him for us. The rest of the day, like, went a roller coaster. Like, we went all the way up, and then it kind of went down, and then went back up. And, and like, <laughs> it turned, like, the end of the night was us in his garage, like, turning on his electric grill. <laughs> grilling it was an awesome time like basically like you solidified like hey my neighbors are really cool yeah so you accidentally found a good neighbor yeah accidentally and then i ended up performing their marriage for them so to say nice yeah that's a good time go get another beer all right fine i'll, I'll, I'll get do it. it so get them one yeah i just cracked this one so i'm all right or give me another one i don't care i like to party so, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I didn't it's watch, interesting. I didn't watch the trailer. There's not it. much to it. I know people were freaking. I heard about them, about it on sports radio, but you saw that cooler. No, I'll, nobody wants that. Just thing. give it to me. Well, I might have to. It'll be in good hands. <laughs> Come on. No, man. I'm, I'm trying to get my uh, Apple Watch. Uh, you. How do we get Jonathan an Apple Watch? Yeah, we need to sponsor. Can Apple sponsor this? <sighs> they probably wouldn't. Their attorneys <laughs> would tell them no. This is a bad idea, guys. We, we, it's not a we bad stay idea. Away from, stay away from the uh, the guy that talks about German jokes or whatever it was. None of that. <laughs> Put it away from the guy that fails a cat adoption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, between that and the Nazi jokes. Oops. Yeah. That one to My amendment. grandfather fought in World War II, though. Does that count? For which side? Oh, he was American. <laughs> American. American. Give that guy an Apple Watch, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. If you'd like to help contribute to an Apple Watch, paypal.me backslash Buster Caballero. Let's get <laughs> an Apple Watch. This man deserves an Apple ah. Watch. Uh, hit me up. Let's get him one. Now, that was look that picture right there is my grandpa from uh, World War II. The handsome fella. Yeah. That flag is from uh, his coffin. <laughs> Just took a somber tone in the studio. Yeah. Where to go with that? Yeah, I feel bad about this whole thing. Uh, it's okay. We're good. He liked to party. Do you have any of his other stuff? Like any of his war stuff? Like, oh, like yeah. Ribbons or uh, anything like that? Oh, yeah. I have a lot of his ribbons there in the safe, but... uh. Let's see. Where's you got a bayonet with anybody's blood on it? I want to hold it. Uh, 
Yeah, hold on one second. Let me look for him. You have his bayonet, really? I've got a pistol from 1919 World War One and a German Luger pistol from 1915 World yes, War One. Yes, get that out. I want to see it. It's in a safe. We gotta. We gotta, gotta wake the wife up. Don't do that. No, no, no. We don't have to wake the wife up. We gotta just gotta move a little furniture. We're still moving shit around. Uh, I have a suitcase around here somewhere. And inside is actually a map from the landing at Sidor in uh, 1945. Yeah, let's find that. John, I'll hold this down. John, you're from Mississippi. Yeah. What part? Tupelo. Tupelo. That's northeastern? Western. Northwestern. Well, I was born in Vicksburg. Just right okay. on the Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so my dad, my dad was born and raised in Eden and Yazoo City. Okay. So we're That's practically so related, probably. Yeah, we probably are. Yeah, tu- you know, of course, Tupelo is Elvis. That's where Elvis was born and blah, blah, you know. It's like, <laughs> I spent every summer there pretty much growing up. There's nothing to do. Mississippi's a s- sad state. Man, it's, you know, the sad thing is, though, that is it's beautiful. It scenery, is. Man. It is. It is. Beautiful. It's just. It's just sad when you go because it's. Yeah. There's nothing. Oh, holy man. crap! This is awesome. This should be video. So this is a bag of what is? Is this these are, all his photographs? These are photos. These are ridiculous. So uh, these are photos from World War Two, that were in my grandfather's. Uh, Hold on. I don't know if he took them or friends took them or what. But there's various ones in here. These are incredible. They smell old. So this they is one. Is, is it is it all him, or is it no? Is it some like just, some of his buddies. Or, some of his buddies. Because here's a guy. Well, standing in front of a, a some kind of a war plane. <laughs> so he was. Wow, in, that's an interesting one. I got lucky. Is that some boobs or some naked dude? That's a naked <laughs> dude swinging on something. I don't know what the yeah. hell's going on. Swinging on Spit something. Roasted. <laughs> he must be a caballero. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. These pictures, I got the wrong bag. <laughs> <laughs> is that little, is that, He's smoking. Is that a what? Oh, is that the little kid? <laughs> yes, dude. Look at that. He, so, so this picture. <laughs> there, <laughs> there. I can't even. I can't even describe this picture. So there's a serviceman <laughs> being very respectful, and then three guys that look to be. Some sort of aborigine. Oh. No, they're probably from. Uh, they were in the Pacific. They're native. They're native folk, right? He was in the Pacific, so it would have been like Sidor or uh, uh, Ghana. Or there is a two-year-old kid smoking a cigarette. There's another, there he is again. I got. A, I got I've, one too. I, this kid is awesome. He's, He's in every bag. <laughs> look at this. Did they give him the cigarette? This kid. Look! Look! This is a dude. I think this is a guy. And he's got a cigarette. And it might. This might be a girl. Hey, I don't this know. Is, this is my grandpa. This is this is sketchy. But this kid's giving this person a, a purple nurple. Let me see. Let me see it. Oh no! <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I, I'm not sure what is happening in that one. That's a chick. Oh. Yeah. So. Hey, look at that next one. You know what? This is gonna make terrible radio. Okay. By the way. <laughs> Because we're looking at pictures and laughing our asses off at this. We'll, we'll, I actually have some of these scans. Oh, this in. is a good picture. There's there's a picture in here. So uh, there's a guy, if you look, and he is uh, he's all wrapped up in bandages. 
this guy did that. Oh goodness, a picture I'm going to show you. So 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 hold on. So these are your grandfather's pictures. Yeah, he took these. Some of them, I believe so. Oh my god, these I got are the, amazing. Look, you see, there's a camera right there. Oh wow. So well, anyway, the fact that these have survived this. Look, long you see this picture right here. That is from the that's the uh, crossing of the equator. So if you meet a Navy guy or anybody who's been on a ship, ask them if they've kissed Neptune's belly button. Because part of it, it's a, like a whole thing where you, somebody dresses up as Neptune and you have to kiss Neptune's belly button. It's usually the big fat guy. So that'd be like me on don't the they boat. Don't trash on you or something. Uh, they do a so, bunch of shit. So this is amazing. So if your grandfather took these pictures, this is some stuff that like museums need to have. Look, look. Here's a, here's a ceremony right here. Crossing the equator. Here it is. You see them, like where they're torturing the guy? Oh, my God. Look at that, man. Check that one out. Whoa. So it's like a, it's a guy standing in front of a fighter plane. It's got the, the, the teeth painted on it. You know, it's man, so, awesome. So there's a photo, and this guy's wrapped up all in bandages, and the guy sent the photo, t- or the mo- the guy's mom got the photo, and she's all freaked out, and it was basically a, a like hoax and everything. But this is this is incredible, man. I wish uh, I wish I knew more about my whole family story. My grandfather fought so, in World War II, but I don't know much about it. So apparently, my grandpa had a uh, Filipino girlfriend because he was in the Philippines, and she wrote like several times trying to come to America. And he said, "No, nah, I'm good." Uh, let's see who that is. What's the name on that? Missing in action. Livingston Collins, United States Army Air Corps, 19-year-old son of Mr. and Mrs. Hennessy Collins. Golden Meta is missing in action in North Africa. Damn. The mullet? Yeah. We got a mullet? Yeah. Topless mullet. Oh, my God. So, where, where, were he, where was he stationed? Uh, the Philippines, Papua New Guinea. Uh, That's probably where these were. I mean, this yeah. is crazy. There, there's a lot of them. This uh, is not good radio, but this, I, yeah, I apologize because but these are some of the coolest pictures I've ever seen. Yeah, these are all pictures from like 1945 of like crazy stuff. So, oh, here's that. There's a map of the landing of Side Door. So, anyway, uh, if your if your grandfather fought in, in the war, World War Two. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, so. It, it was interesting because I, I, I guess as a kid I, I was too young. I didn't ever really get a chance to talk to him about it. But yeah, he was in he was in War Two. He was um, he was around. Um, oh Lord, what was the name of that place? Um, Normandy. <laughs> hey. Yeah, my father-in-law, Iron Mike. So this past, uh, yeah. This past. God, it, within the last six months, him and my mother-in-law took a trip to Europe, and he's got a friend who, from grade school, is from France, and his father drove a LST onto Normandy. Wow. Yeah, like, in yeah. fact, the last plank owner died, Mr. Uh, Howard Buell of uh, World War II LST 494, original plank owner, just passed away. Awesome guy. I got to actually go to the ceremony for him. And he went to Normandy, and I gave him those containers right there, and I said, hey, look, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I don't know if I'll ever make it there. 
but if you can bring me three containers back, do it. And he brought that. That's awesome. I wonder. So, yeah. So my my grandfather fought there, and then um, my dad fought, and um, he was he he got so so my dad was actually drafted. Right, like in the early '60s, I guess it was. And uh, he was in college to play. He was playing college football, and uh, so he was at Ole Miss. Actually, he was uh, Archie Manning's backup. Oh, nice! Uh, as a quarterback, and then he got drafted, and then ended up leaving. And then he went to fighting a little bit in the Did war. He played La Tech. Archie Manning. Art. Okay, no. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of, uh, thinking Terry, of Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, that was Phil Robertson, wasn't he? His backup. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So my dad, no, my dad, he he uh, he was drafted to go in the in the military. So he went to the military, and then after that, he got back, and he got he got uh, he actually transferred down to Southern Mississippi to play football, and then he ended up not playing football, then playing college basketball. Hmm. But uh, he was only like he was only there for like three days, so no big deal. But no, it was it was interesting that. Both my so my grandfather and my dad had some military background. I don't know a whole lot about them other than that. Hmm. Pretty crazy. Is your dad still alive? No, I'm sorry. It's okay. My mom or my dad. Yeah, my uh, my grandfather fought in World War Two, and uh, he, he 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 didn't of course didn't talk about it all that much, but. Uh, Showed me some pictures, you know. He he showed me the picture of the day. He, he showed me the uh, picture of the day that he shipped out, you know. And he he said, uh, "I was 19. I was in New York City, about to get on the boat. I was super drunk." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "You would be too. I would I be like, too. I, I would get be. it. I get it. You know." And uh, they probably encourage it back then. But he, uh, I mean, he fought, and I, I didn't know much about World War Two. I mean, I, I love military history, but I was always kind of like a Civil War guy. I, I kind of always. Didn't, gravitated to that but uh you know once i found out that you know he fought in, like the, the battle of the bulge which was just insane yeah you know, no those kidding. guys were freezing their nuts off and dying out there and he said man we were in foxholes getting body lice and he, he very sparingly would talk about it um he told me your, one story that i don't know this if is your true. dad this was my no this is my grandfather okay um he told me a story one time I'm not sure who, like, the general was in charge during that time. I don't know if it was it Eisenhower. Yeah. Uh, it had to have been as Eisenhower. He said that he was he was a picket or lookout or something, and his commanding officer said to not leave this lookout point. He said, whatever you do, I don't care who comes and tries to tell you, you do not leave. And he said, okay. I thought, you know, I was just a private. I'm following orders or whatever. And he said, so these guys came up, and uh, it was a, it was a, a guy, and then you know two or three other guys with him, and they said, "Hey, we got this. You're relieved of your your post." And he said, "No, I'm not." And they said, "No, you are. You need to leave. We got this under control. We're we're gonna you know take a look out up here." And uh, he said again, "No, I was given orders to stay here. This is what I'm gonna do." And one of the guys that was with he he could tell the guy was important, but he didn't know who it was. Now, of course, I kind of blew the ending because I, I asked the question, but one of the guys said, well, son, do you know who this is that you're talking to? And he said, I don't give a damn who it is. I got my orders. And they said, that's General Eisenhower. Well, of course, they weren't wearing any stars or stripes right, or no, anything. You didn't do that back now, then. Yeah. So he never had seen him before. And he, he knew who he was. He couldn't Google him. Right. 
Weird. So he, he's and Savage. that was one of the only stories that he ever told me about his experience was that he met Eisenhower on the field of battle. But but the fact that he stayed to his word mm-hmm. and yeah. to his orders mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, I wish I wish I knew more about because I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that my grandfather had some pretty cool stories. So yeah. but I was so young I didn't know. So you know what you need to do is you can go to the military records and put in his information and make a request for any medals or citations. Excuse me. And they'll send them to you. All right, sweet. Hey, I'll, I'll I, do I that. did that for my grandpa, and they sent me, like, all his medals and stuff like that and all the citations. Now, here's something really cool. So I'm sitting down there, and I've got all the medals in, and I'm sitting down with my father-in-law, Iron Mike. I, Iron Mike, I know you listen. You need to come on the show. This guy. Y'all know my father-in-law. Yeah. Y'all, that man. So anyway, ooh, that he, man will. He's all right. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> I mean, he accepted you as a son-in-law. So I'm, I'm, I mean, judgment's off a little. <laughs> <laughs> but no. no. So anyway, he, like, I show him, like, hey, Mike, I got my father-in-law's medals, and here it is. And he looks at it, and he looks at me, and he's got, like, this face of, like, pissed offness, like, that's bull. He was in this. He was in this Pacific. I know that every man who was in this Pacific earned this ribbon. He should have this combat and this and that. And, that, and they were awarded this and that. And I'm like, how do you know? Well, his father-in-law, his not father-in-law, his father, who landed an LST at Normandy. Yeah. Like he knows the history. This man knows. Like this is what these guys. That's deserve. good. I wish I knew that. I don't. Like if him and Tom Hanks sat down and talked about World War II. I'm sure he could teach Tom Hanks a few things. So the only thing that I do know, so, well, I don't even know this. So when I, when I was <laughs> growing up as a kid, like, hey, we are, like, you're a 16th Indian, like Native American Indian. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a Karankawan. And then uh, I do the whole uh, DNA test. Right? Yeah. So I, I went through uh, an- Ancestry. Or? Okay. 100% European. Dude. White as white can be. <laughs> That's what I want. Dude, so you, did you do it? So you know what's funny, though, right? It's like once I did it, like this was like two years ago, and I hadn't looked at it, right? So over Christmas, I'm sitting there with my brother-in-law, and my brother-in-law is, and he's not listening. He won't listen because he just this is not his thing. He, um, <laughs> You suck. No, he, he – uh, <laughs> Call him out. He 100% just wants to be something, right? So like – his grandfather. Well, he ain't a listener, so he can't <laughs> be that. So, so two years ago, like, so two years ago, or no, I guess it was like six years ago when Amanda and I first got together. Uh, he was Jewish, right? And so he got he was getting all pissed off for Christmas because he wasn't getting Christmas presents, but he's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I was like, all right, whatever. Happy Hanukkah. I was like, all right, whatever. And so this past Christmas, we went to Utah to visit the family, whatever. And he got his he got his uh, ancestry DNA. He pulls it up and like he's like, oh yeah, man. I'm like 52. percent uh, It was like Great Britain, uh, like Northern Europe kind of situation, right? He's like, that's purebred. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, congratulations, congrats. And I was like, and, <laughs> you're, the, and, you're there over with Jonathan's. And, uh, and, and and I was like, you know what? I haven't. I was like, you know, I don't even know what mine is. It's been like two years since I figured mine. I'm just, the, the more people that get in it, the, the, yeah. I guess the the narrow it gets, and you get a little more. Yeah. 
And I was like, yeah, I don't even know. He's like, well, look yours up. So I looked mine up, and I'm like, huh. So what, is, what are you? He's like, oh, 50, like 50-something percent. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, um, 82% English. So nice. am I a blue blood? What's going on here? <laughs> he got all pissed off. But, uh, yeah, 82% from England, Wales, Northwestern Europe, yeah. 19% Irish and Scotland, just 1% like, other. Just like mine. That's oh, mine was look, very This similar. is mine right here. Look at this. Ninety-four percent European. Nice. Wait, look, thirty-three percent Spanish and Portuguese. That's that beard. That's that's the uh, Syrian and well, that's the uh, Caballero side of me. They were all uh, Cajun. Well, they were Cajun, but they were also. Uh, well, that's a Spanish word, anyway. What? Caballero. 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 Or, but it was a. Uh, you know how I know that? Because my truck pronounced it Caballero. Yeah. Caballero. Well, you know what? So does the bathroom yeah. on the Mexican. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, we were from the Canary Islands, where we traced back to. So that's the Spanish and Portuguese. But, like, Italian also, French, a little bit of French and German. But look at this right here. No kidding. Yeah. Jewish. Jewish. Huh. Didn't I think that? Greek? Uh, Western Asian? Let me show you this. No. Look at that. Uh, there's some pictures in there. It might be a little baby buster up in there. <laughs> huh? So uh, apparently, was that, was that were you smoking this? Child? That, that was my great great grandpa. Oh or wow! Great grandpa or uncle, but uh, that's I interesting. Am from man. the people of Senegal, Gambia, and Guinea, Guinea Bissau, as my people would say. Twenty percent of African American ancestry is from this region. So the pictures that we just looked I at might be, might be, might be. But look, North African Arabian. Look at that. You're pretty um, affluent. Well traveled. Yeah. I would say affluent. <laughs> well traveled, y'all. Well done, John. <laughs> Thanks. You know, but like, but look at that. But this That's is a hundred percent Buster Caballero. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent Buster. Hundred percent Buster. But like five. Oh, let, wow. Let's just make it like six percent. North African. I like this point, point zero point one percent broadly North Asian. Asian. <laughs> Look at that map. Native American. Okay, that's like that's worldly, otherworldly. Yeah. That's what that, that's what I call that. There's so. a big, and then there's a, a chunk that says unassigned. Well, yeah. Well, look. Also, uh, West. Wait, <laughs> like we don't know. It's just zero point seven percent. We're just here's some other shit that must <laughs> we might need, be. <laughs> we need to make up a hundred percent. We need to get to a hundred. So how do we <laughs> that's, get that? That's like Kunal's side of me. So. Didn't they catch these companies? Is like, this selling? is this is this alligator unassigned? Is that part alligator? <laughs> Nutria. <laughs> Nutria. So, but no, like part of this. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Did you do yours, John? You know, not, I did it bootleg because I didn't want to pay a hundred dollars bootleg. So, Boot- I, I, so did you have Uncle Jethro do it? No, for you? man. I, my mom and dad did it, and I was like, that's good enough. All right. <laughs> Combine those two. I take just combine them. To, yeah, I just worked out the percentages. You know. No, but the cool thing now. Also, family and friends. Now you can find your DNA relatives. Oh, look at this shit. Yeah, I have. If you too. find something, you. What if you find somebody you didn't know? Like, existed? like second cousin, second cousin, second to third. Like cousin. What, the, the here's part, your sister. Yeah, the part Oops. you. Don't, the part you don't want to find is that your spouse is in your family tree. <laughs> Whoops! I have her as my wife. No, she's your cousin. Oh. First, shit. <laughs> They, Whoops! I thought these these like sites got popped for selling info to twenty three. Twenty three and Me sold it. 
to like a genetics. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like well, a pharmaceutical. It was, yeah, it was pharmaceutical company for some whatever to figure out for like um, genetic diseases and stuff hey, like that. Hey, Jason Smith, we're second cousins. Let's party, dude. Follow, know, follow the Good Old Boy podcast. <laughs> there's probably I'm, I'm eight billion Jason Smiths in this world, probably right. Currently, you have not sent any messages. I should say, "What up, cuz?" Oh, do it right now. You won't do it. <laughs> you, you Ooh, gotta I'm hear. like, wait, go back up. I saw an awesome name. Go up, Xander Lambeth. That's a solid name what? right there. Third cousin. Yeah, Who's it? Lane Jennings. Xander so our, our cool second names. great grandparents, and he makes yeah. Once uh, again, riveting radio. <laughs> God, we're killing it tonight, guys. Buckle up. All right. Well, you want to go back to my kids' accent for your daughter, where she's at? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I want to hear more stories about other shit. About a cat adoption? No, cats are terrible. That's horrible. Do you do you own a cat? I do, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, she, I can't trust you She's people. amazing. Do you let her outside? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she goes outside. She kills all the lizards and spiders. Is that the one I see walking across the yard here and there? Gus and, Gus and Pip freak out go, look, it's a cat. And I'm like, kick the, that shit. The Galico one? Yeah. Yeah, that's her. It's like white and orange and yeah. shit. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I hate a cat. <laughs> I can't, I can't, oh, I can't stand, I can't stand, stand a cat. And John's over here going, you mean the calico cat? <laughs> <laughs> Quit calling it titles, John. Oh, it's man. a cat. Yeah, it's a cat. Yeah. No, no, cats suck. That's, Party going on. Hey, you know what pisses me off more than anything else, too? What pisses you off? People that complain about shit in the neighborhood. Looking at Facebook right now. We pulled it up to see what's happening. Oh, it's ridiculous, To man. the party. It's 11.45. Time to shut it down. Don't tell me when to shut down party. Saturday night. Step it up, lady. nobody. I oh. got some money and I just got laid. You already know how I feel about this. Oh, she has thing. a terrible Facebook picture. Oh. Yeah, yeah she does. We should, I'm not going to say anything in case people from our neighborhood listen, but I have strong feelings about this <laughs> Facebook page. Uh, come on, John. Tell us about your hate for the Facebook page. Come on. Uh, if you got Eric, hate in your heart, Eric, let it out. Eric, John Randolph here. <laughs> no. No, I, I mean. I stay off of that thing I, unless I'm trying to sell something. You're trying I, to sell I, an I overpriced up, cooler, yeah, so overpriced, give it to me, dude. An overpriced Pelican. I dropped it down. Come on, man. That's a $400 cooler. No, so, 175 bucks. That's a steal. No, I, I get it. You know, it's a steal? The, You're walking over and saying, hey, Buster, here's a cooler. Somebody's a bit bitter about the. Hey, you know what's funny though? I'm bitter at you, for. Oh. For what? Holding a holding a wine cool or a wine uh, rack in my garage for like three damn weeks, so you can pick it up and you decide you don't want it. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's unpack that. I told you I wanted it when I was drunk. You should have known better. (laughs) Touche. There you go. Touche. We're even. And then you're not showing up to cook. The other night. So. Look, I got accidentally day drunk. All right, I'm going another beer. I know. I just fell asleep. Speaking of which, let me get another beer. Get another beer. Hold on. We're gonna take a quick pause. All right, this uh, we're gonna take a quick little break. Sponsored by Coors Light and Budweiser. Be back in a second. All right, no, we're back now. So uh, during this break, Jonathan just happened to drop a quick little nugget that I think we're gonna explore. <laughs> you applied for Jeopardy. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's pretty nerdy, but th it was probably like I don't know, fifteen years ago, and uh, because I, I would play it on uh, PlayStation, so I thought I was awesome. <laughs> was it PlayStation or like Nintendo? Man, I don't know. Super yeah, Nintendo? Wait, was it Man, online or was it like... It had to have been like... No, it was like a... It was the video was, game, right? No, I purposely had to go get this game. Yeah, that's... So this game... Get the blow in the car to make it work? <laughs> this game didn't probably. update. You, there was a fixed set of questions. Oh, yeah, probably. So, <laughs> all right. T tell us more. So, so, no, but see, like, Jeopardy would come on at like 3 o'clock, I think. Mm -hmm. So when I got home from school, that's what I would watch. I was like, yeah, I'll just watch that. It's easy to watch. So just because, you know, you can sit at home. It's like when you play Wheel of Fortune or whatever. I don't know. I don't really watch that. But everyone will catch it occasionally. Were you sick that day? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is how much of a nerd I was. So I would get home. I would watch it. And I'm like, dude, I could I could be on this show, man. Like, it's just a, it's a lot of random, useless kind of knowledge. And I have a lot of that, you know. So I was like, how do I how do you get on this show? So I got online. And you have to take a test. And it, they're, they're real serious about this business. Foods that start with the letter Q. Oh, yeah. And like Russian ballet what is from quiche? the 1600s. So what is a quince? <laughs> Wait, is kumquat with a Q? Or a K? It's a K. Okay. It's a K. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I didn't get on. So I'm thirsty, Billy. <laughs> So okay, we're gonna we're gonna do the white man can't jump. <laughs> I digress. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> Continue. All on. good. So uh, they're real serious about this about this test. Like, there's like one time a year you can take it. Who are they? The Jeopardy. Folks. Alex Trebek. It has to be Alex Trebek and his. <laughs> I don't know. The rapist for a hundred, Alex. It's therapist. J Japanist relations. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, those, those are some of the best. Oh my god, those are the for best for sure. So I uh, ain't no bum cover. <laughs> <laughs> an, an album cover. <laughs> oh god, it's back when it was used to be funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> See, so you're standing. You must have had a date last night, Rebek. How was it, <laughs> dude? That's the freaking Jeopardy ones. <laughs> they were the best. <laughs> they were oh, hilarious. They were the best. And, and we're sorry, John. No, that's all good. So John's getting ready to take it to us. We're childish, and uh, and you failed it. Yes, <laughs> that's the cliff notes of it. I, it was an impossible. <laughs> I failed it. So yeah, let, let's play therapist. People that climbed the Himalayas <laughs> in 2020. What? That didn't happen yet. Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't pass this test. <laughs> so let's back it up. You're playing your PlayStation Nintendo game of it, answering all the questions, getting it right, having a blast. What was it like when you got that end of the test online, or and it was like. De debilitating. <laughs> it was a hard test, probably. Oh, see, well, where's the deflate your ego? It was <laughs> with the letter D for a. Do you remember having fill in the blank tests in school? Yeah. Yes. And you're like, this is way way harder than multiple choice. That's a like that's what the Jeopardy test was. It was all fill in the blank, and it was totally. It was like this 20. is an online like AOL mm. dial up. Oh yeah, it test. was dial up days. Oh yeah. Woo. Mm -hmm. oh. 
pressure. Because you never know when you get kicked off, right? Yeah, absolutely. What happened if you did get kicked off? It's like, boom. Boom, you're done. (laughs) Well, hats off to you for taking the test because that seems. I'm going to do it again. You should. I think I should. It's been about 15 years. I think I'm. I'm, You want to do it right now? <laughs> they probably, you're probably able to do it at any time of this. They probably did. There's three of us here. We can, we we have to pass it, right? Yeah. We have three phones. We can if Google Rosie, shit. If Rosie, hey, if Rosie Perez can get on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I'm thirsty. <laughs> but Billy, I want to screw. <laughs> this is. Did Rosie does. Perez die? I don't know. I uh, probably not. I Dude, if John's so, asking, it might be true. She hasn't done much. All right, so if you've never seen the movie White Boys Can't Jump, with White featuring Men Can't Jump, White Man Can't Jump, featuring Woody Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes, please go watch that movie. It is a god '80s classic. Woody Harrelson's one of those guys where you go like, I always find myself going like, I don't really like him that much, but then I always think about like. The movies that he's actually in, like Zombieland. And I'm like, he was awesome in that. Rosie's 54. Hey. And still alive. Yeah. Okay. Did y'all see the Bill Murray movie? Yes. On Netflix? Oh, no. yes. It's all about Bill Murray stories. And I love me some Bill Murray, but it's like people who have had these experiences where like, I'm at a house party. I walk in the kitchen and Bill Murray's doing the dishes. Or I'm playing kickball and all of a sudden Bill Murray steps up because yeah. he's subbing for another team. Or... He's Bill, bartending. Yeah, he's bartending. Bill in Murray. Austin. Yeah, he walks what? up. What? Yeah. Yeah. This dude. So basically, the the do, it's a documentary. It, first of all, if I was if I was famous, I would do that shit oh, in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. This is my whole life. He's only able to do this stuff because he's Bill Murray. If it was just some homeless dude, you'd be creepy. walking up in a kickball game. You're kicking no. his ass out of there. <laughs> If he's in my house, I'm like, dude, you gotta get out, man. I don't know if he's doing the dishes. I'm like, doing the dishes. I like doing dishes or bartending. I'll let him sling me a drink. <laughs> yeah, if, well, you know, he, has if he no... can make a mean uh, old fashioned. Yeah, I like an old fashioned. Yeah. He has no publicist or no agent, he, right? Old bourbon on the rocks. They said he's got a one eight hundred number, which you call. Can you Google That's that right. number? Let's yeah, call him cause tonight. Because that, that director said she'd called him for six months on that answer machine, and then he was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'll do your movie." Yeah, another just one. Showed up. Like he's walking through a hall while somebody's filming a studio, and they're like, "Hey, Bill, we're filming this movie. Would you mind being in this shot?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure. Why not? Find the Bill Murray number. Let's call it right now and ask him if he wants to come on the podcast." Bill Murray is living his best life right now. That guy is. They're he coming owns- out with Ghostbusters too. Three. Three. Or it's another it's another Ghostbuster Wait, movie. How but does this work? Because there was Ghostbusters yeah, one, one and two, two, and then they did the chick version. But it's supposed to be a Ghostbusters, a continuation of the original one with Dan Aykroyd and uh, no, not Dan Aykroyd. Who was it? Dan Aykroyd was in Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was Murray, story. Aykroyd, Bill and it was that. Uh, uh, the guy that died, uh, what was his name? The guy that also directed movies. He played the nerdy one. Oh, he was in uh, Stripes. He was in Stripes with him. What was his name, though? Oh, uh, And then, was it Ernie Hudson? Ernie Hudson was the other one. He was the black guy. Let's oh, just say it. Yeah. So, is it going to be all the, like, all the, those guys? Well, it's not going to be the one that died. Not the, no, well, yeah. Unless they bring him back like a hologram, like Tupac. No, I think they're going to do that. No. Dude, Tupac. What about Don't bring it up. What? 
The best rapper of all time, man. Man, he's really? alive. He's living in Cuba. Dude, no, he's yeah. Not. He's the best rapper. Oh, for sure. He's not in Cuba. He's dead. No, he's the best rapper of all time, though. That's, whoa. All right, this gonna, is getting we're, to, we're doing uh, that. We're doing it? We're doing that? Okay. We can do that. Who is? If he's not. I don't know. I think he was very popular for the times. Uh, are we talking tech? Technical skills? Are we talking like lyrics? Or are we talking so? If you like wanna, polarizing, uh, polarizing Tupac good, lyrics, Eminem, uh, lyrics Lil Wayne, style mm. Eminem. Mm, Eminem. Eminem will drop some shit, but Lil Wayne, Carter one, Carter two, Carter three. You listen to some of his shit, and it was. Like, so, the way he rapped was amazing. So Anything after prison so life. So, Pac was deep as shit. He was political. He was deep. But he was good. He was just good. Like, he was just good. Did you see the movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. But too. it was just... that He was just so good, right? Like... Yeah. And I guess maybe it's because of the era that I grew up in, and that's kind of what I listened to a little bit. But, like... But Marshall? If you look at... Just look at how all things are... Like, even... Lil Wayne, right? Did you bring me a beer? Oh, maybe, but I'm almost Here's out, one. so I'll give you another one. No, you you no, he hates that shit. I don't like oh, it. So, Coors Light's like having sex in so, a It's fucking close to water. <laughs> so, Lil Wayne, to me, he, he's a good lyricist or whatever, but uh, by far, I think as far as like vocabulary and like using the English language or whatever, Eminem is by far the best. But Tupac, I think, is is my favorite rapper of all time. Is what it is. Sorry, I think. Sorry, he, not sorry. I think he brought a lot of political and social injustices to the uh, to the front. Yeah, but the whole the whole battle between like East Coast West Coast, I think it was just more hype than anything else. Because if you look at the other guys that were like rapping East Coast, like if you look at like. Diddy and and Big Pun and you uh, you Biggie. look at Biggie and all those other guys, gun. they're not to me. It was just all those guys versus Tupac. Like even though like Snoop is still around and whatever else, it wasn't about that. It was about Pac versus everybody else. And well, he took no, on, it was Pac not. against Biggie because I, I just it I don't was know, man. Pac against Biggie because Diddy and uh, Suge Knight. Created uh, yeah. a marketing yeah, plan. Yeah, for sure. I, I get that. I get that. It's business. What's your favorite rap song ever? Ooh. Ooh. You got to think about it? I got to come back with well, the top so, five, though. So, top five. Well, well this is going to be awkward because my favorite rap song of all time is not even a pop song. That's okay. What is it? Regulators. I don't know. That is a damn good song. The, Born G. Anytime that song comes on, I just I will. G's got a regular. Dude, I, wasn't he? Dre, he's Dre's cousin, right? I would freaking yeah. just bust out and just rap that everywhere I'm at. Doesn't matter. So top top five. So let's do that. Let's so because for me, like th- that's one of those conversations. I like where like, this is going right now. Like greatest greatest rapper, greatest MC of all time. Like like that. Like that's hard, man. Because. For me, like, like I respect Tupac. Like, I, Dude, I think Tupac you, made good okay. music. Back up a second, because you and DK <laughs> have to come on this episode. Dude, we were on my back patio, and to hear Jonathan Randolph and DK talk about rap music, like, from the 80s and 90s, is 
unreal. <laughs> I was just standing there like a kid seeing Santa, like listening <laughs> to them talk about this shit. But so was, like, so the first like the first introduction for me for rap music was was Beastie Boys. My sister had my sister's eight eight and a half years older than me, so that came out in '86. And uh, she was, I don't know, 14 or 15. She had the Beastie Boys tape licensed to ill. That was my first experience with rap. Awesome like, What album. is this? Oh, it is absolute classic. Right? Rick Rubin, like Def Jam, all that stuff. So then that was kind of what got me into it. And uh, for some reason, I was always drawn to like, it was either East Coast or Houston rap. I never got into the West Coast stuff that much. Now, I liked Tupac. I liked Dre. I liked NWA. I liked all that kind of stuff. But for me, it's like, man, that's such a hard conversation because, like Buster said, right, like lyricist is just different. If you're going from a lyrical thing, who had the best beats, whatever, it's all different. Master P. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> no, like, dude, let me give you my top five though. So, give top, me your top five. And this is in no order because I can't put it in order. For me. You got to have Eminem in there. I mean, Eminem was so different, and it's not just because he's white. I mean, the first time I heard him on the radio, I didn't even know it was a white dude. I couldn't even tell. But just the way he rhymes words together and the way it's very, it's so different. Because like, he, he, if you ever listen to him, the way he stretches the syllables out, it's just way, way different than, than anything that anybody else does. So him, he's got to be in there. I do love me some Wheezy. I'm not even going to lie. I love Lil Wayne. Anything before he went to prison. And I think he actually got, just to see him improve, like he got better and better and better and better. Mm -hmm. I thought so. Uh, Biggie for me is on the list, has to be. I mean, just Biggie was a storyteller. Uh, I got that. So Biggie, Biggie was a storyteller. He told stories. I thought he did it well. Um, you know, Pac. Pac was I'm, I'm, Pac's in my top five for sure, because just just he was so polarizing. He was so important to to what was going on with that music, and I don't even know how many I got now. One, two, three. What was that four? <laughs> Who's your fifth? I don't know. I mean, I because you, you can better say, say like, Master P for Buster's sake. No, I can't say that. I mean, you can say like like Rakim or something like that, like old school stuff. But I mean. Like, I love Nas, too. That's another East Coast guy. I mean, Scarface is amazing. Scarface is from Houston. I love Scarface. Um, so I don't know. It's just different because, you know, people were diff- were important in different periods of time yeah. and in different places, yep. you know. Yeah, it's uh, so, like, it's weird. A bunch of, like, three white guys talking about rappers, right? Yeah. Like, it's uh, oh, yeah. it's kind of ironic. But, but, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Tupac in his day – was so instrumental to what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. You look at NWA. Oh like yeah, they were they were facing a whole other thing, mm-hmm. and that whole group as a whole, like just with Cube and Dre mm-hmm. and doing all the things that they did, right? And then you've got Biggie and and those guys over there, and then he, like Diddy was like a ridiculously smart executive, right? Mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing, he knew what was going oh, yeah. on, but no, man, like that was like. To me, like when I go down and I'm like, uh, I'm at the house and I'm cooking dinner or whatever else, I'm by myself. I throw on some old school gangster rap, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I hit up a, a hip hop barbecue 
I throw that on. I throw that on. Nice. I throw that on, and I'm start. I start cooking and, and whatever else, and get my flow back, and that kind of get go. the old bob and weave go. Bob and weave going. A little Eminem mix in there, but you know, Eminem. Eminem intrigues me because Eminem will use words that nobody thinks about using in their raps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when he thinks about writing down something, to him, it's almost a game to him for me to figure out another word that fits into that other yeah. than bitch, hoe, whatever else, right? <laughs> right, right. Like he he literally used anti-disestablishmentarianism in a rap. Well, yeah. The longest word in the English dictionary. <laughs> he tried to figure out a way to make yeah. that go in his rap, and he put it in there. It's amazing. Yeah, so. I mean, he had a rhyming words freestyle. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's on YouTube. So the dude is just throwing words out, and he's just rhyming them, you know. But the thing for me, like for Eminem, it was like, man, you just, you never heard. I mean, you heard you heard like Tupac and Biggie talk about like killing people and right. stuff like that. You know, I'll, never heard that from but, Eminem. But Eminem would say things that were just a little kind of crazy, like make you a little uncomfortable. You know, yeah, like, it was edgy. Definitely, it was no, edgy. Definitely, for but sure. it, but it wasn't like. Uh, he he never said anything that was like off put so off putting. You're like, but it made you think, mm-hmm. right? You're like, uh, uh, that's not oh, well. All right, yep. Okay, he said that. Yeah, and I, I liked him too because he was a battle rapper. Like I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I like watching it on YouTube. I used to watch it, you know, uh, rap, you know, different rap battles or whatever. And uh, when this Machine Gun Kelly thing, I think Buster and I talked about this on one of the other podcasts. Yikes! I mean, that's one dude. I mean, if, if, just just listen to interviews about people talk about Eminem. They're like, "Don't, don't go after this." Just dude. don't do it. Don't do it. Like the game says it. He goes, "I'm not stupid. I would never go after him." It's yeah, not it, a good idea. It's it's um, it, it just it's it's dumbfounding to think about the the stuff that he says when he says it, how he says it, and it, the flow. It's he's a poet, man. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he's a poet. And it's it's to me it's that's and why he's, he's still one of the good. top five. Yeah, I mean he's and he's still so so good too. I mean, if you think about it, Biggie and Pac both were what killed in their twenties, right? Yeah. I mean Eminem's what? I mean he's in his forties. Yeah. He looks be. he looks old. Well, that's because he did a bunch of drugs, probably. Well, but he's from Detroit too. He has, yeah, they have bad water. <laughs> it's yeah. more about the water oh. than the drugs, probably. Like. uh Man, who else? I'm trying to think. Like Outcast, I loved Outcast. Outcast was good. Um, I got real big into that Atlanta stuff for a little while, but it's I don't know. I have like music ADD. I kind of move from. I listen to Johnny Cash one minute, and then I'll be listening to you know oh, yeah, or I'm Outcast. Or, I'm the same way. Or my Led f- Zeppelin or Leonard yeah. Skinner. Or, yeah, you scroll through my phone, and if I put my stuff on uh, on shuffle, it'll be Outcast. It'll be Tupac, Eminem. It'll go to. Uh, Frank Sinatra and whatever yeah. else, and you're like, what the hell is going on? His, his, uh, his, his music tastes terrible. Oh, well, man, it's it just very you, eclectic and yeah, amazing. Yeah, eclectic is good. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, like, because someone was like, well, who's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite band or music? I'm like, I mean, I guess I consider, like, if I know more than 20 of their songs, like, if I know them by heart, yeah. then, then I'll say that, right? Yeah. I mean, for so for me, like, there's only, like, two or three. And it's Johnny Cash. <laughs> this next one sounds Leonard Skinner is my second one. Sweet Home Alabama. 
man, I don't know. I don't know what it is about. I love Leonard Skinner, man. Like I know like thirty other songs by heart. Like I really, just, yeah, man. It, it's insane. And uh, Led Zeppelin. All right. Yep. Like I couldn't do thirty Eminem songs or twenty Eminem songs. I don't think I could. Wow. Thirty's a thirty's a bit much. Thirty is a lot. I mean, let's say twenty then. Twenty's a lot. Twenty's a lot. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, if, if you said ten, if you said ten, like okay, I let's could. do ten then. Could you? Do you know ten? Ten mm. songs from the same artist by heart. Mm, maybe Tupac. Yeah, maybe Tupac. That's um, probably a safe bet. I could probably. Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah. But you know what? Johnny Cash isn't a bad one. Um you know a lot of Johnny Cash songs. And then the third one might be shit. I don't know. Um What's an off one? Like it, there's there's like one like weird one that I probably know that nobody's like, what the hell is that? Oh, try um, me. I you know, um the Probably database is crazy. You know, but you know what though? I, like, I know a lot of like random ass music. Yeah, just I'm random, the same. Like random ass music, like what I miss. Just music, music talk. You didn't miss much. You know, um, uh, man, John, that's a good one. Um, like indie music, I love. No, it's stuff. it's not that. Like it's more. Is it the cranberries? No. It's Listen, not, oh wait, hold on. My wife makes fun don't of me because I linger. Don't loved, let it linger. I loved the cranberries, man. That's is that bad to say? She, but she died. I don't give a shit. I think she died. Isn't oh. they made good music? No, she died she like did. last year. Yeah, she's. It's pretty recent. There's like a heavy metal cover of Zombie. It's awesome, and my wife yeah. hates it. Yeah, there's it's a. Awesome. Uh, That's why every time it comes on, I turn it up. There was a version <laughs> of that from also. Uh, uh, what's the one where they sing a cappella in the movies? Oh, I love that. Uh, Guilty pleasure. Yeah. That show, that yeah. movie, I love that movie. With uh, Anna Kendricks. Yeah. Oh. Um, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect oh, Three. I love yeah, that show. The tour. <laughs> I have. I, look, I have a they small. They make music with their mouth. I have a small crush on that girl. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. No. She always looks like her her resting face is kind of like a huh. Hey, <laughs> stop talking about my girlfriend like that. <laughs> Uh, so, so my third, my third put, one I had to put is, Gus um, back down. So Johnny Cash. I could do ten of those easy. Really? I could name, I could name ten songs. Really? Could, yeah, absolutely. No, well, no, no, no. Ten? Con- what kind of songs? I, I know. I could. I feel like I'm so lost on my own show. So okay. So what we're talking about was like if you had the top three artists, that you knew ten songs off the top of your head, you could sing all the way Ooh. through. Who are they? And it's it's to me it's Johnny Cash and John had Johnny Cash too. And then Eminem, or no, two, I had Tupac. 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 And, and honestly, probably Eminem. Hank Williams. That's also a good one. The, the original Hank Williams? A junior. Okay. Was Not like, the I, third. I, I, know, I know probably two of Daddy Hank. I don't know. Hank Williams you, Jr., you know I know a few. Hank Williams Jr., I can do a ton of them. You um, know what? You know what I can rock the hell out of? Garth Brooks. <laughs> I could probably, yeah, I think I could probably I think tear apart all three of us. Can I could probably, probably tear apart twenty no, songs? I, I don't actually. We can, we can do his whole fifty something collection. Yeah, that, I don't think collectors? I could actually. I, I'm not. Uh, I learned how to play. Uh, I know low places Brooks. on the guitar, and I love it. 
See, I, I, like, I, I spent last night in the arms of a girl in Louisiana. See, I don't know that song. Oh, my, on the highway, my thoughts are still with her. Such a strange combination of a woman and a child. Such a strange situation, stopping every hundred miles. Cal and Baton Rouge. See, I don't I'm know that song. That's, that's terrible. Oh, come on now. Somebody is terrible. We are harmonizing right now. That's what that is. Talk to the girl just one more time. Okay. Look at John's face. He's like, this is terrible. I, I don't I, I just no, want I mean, to mention this song because it is probably my all-time favorite song. Oh, that's a good oh, song. That's also a good a good all-time favorite song. No, that's not my favorite song. So if we're going to do all-time favorites, right? So we talked about music like, a little bit, right? So what's the next what's the next category? Movies? No, wait. I just want to say my all-time, all-time favorite. favorite song. Is Master P Bourbon and Lax. <laughs> this is for the bourbons and, and the, the Cadillacs with the tens and, and the twelves bumping in the back. Because you got a little this harmonization. Is for the players, hustles, pimps, and max with the bins. I'll make an enemy a paper stack. Remember that came in an orange a plastic. Remember because every CD came in a clear. Seats. Clear so plastic case. Yeah. Like this one came in or, a bright orange. Right? Is that the one? I remember when you used to buy the singles at Walmart, but they were like... Edited? Edited. Yeah, let me tell you a story about that, because I bought a Wu-Tang CD <laughs> from Walmart when I was when I was 12 white years old. Bo- white boy problem number one. <laughs> yeah, because my mom wouldn't let me listen to music with curse words, and there was... Uh, yeah, I went and I started singing one of the songs in front of my friends, and they said, that's not how it goes, man. So I, I pulled out the CD out of my backpack, and it didn't have the explicit lyrics. That's what I didn't even know... That was a thing. You should have gone to Sam Goody. Oh, Sam Goody. You should have been a a, 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 a music club member mm-hmm. when you would get the f- <laughs> yeah. six CDs for a, a what penny. Was it? <laughs> what, what was that? Atlantic or what? <laughs> what was it? What was that service where you got like nine CDs for a penny? Yes. And then next thing you know, so you're talking about you get twelve CDs for a penny, and the next thing you know, you owe like seven thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next CD was $50 each time. I've been on a big 90s uh, grunge band like Bush and Seven Mary Three and all that lately. Oh. I, I actually the, went... Like Nirvana. Nirvana's in there. Stone but I went Pirates. Back, yeah. I went back and watched when Bush did MTV2 and he, he played Glycerine in the Rain. Do y'all remember that video? Google that on YouTube uh, where... But Gavin Rosdale, so basically they're at spring break, whatever, MTV 1992 or whatever, and it's lightning and it's raining, and they tell him, you can't play. So all the band leaves the stage, and he walks up to the stage, and he plugs in his guitar, and he plays Glycerine by himself, and it is, it's fucking awesome. I'm going to mark this as explicit, just so I can say, like, that show is fucking awesome. You ever listen to Temple of the Dog? Yep. What's that? You know who that is? Yes. Temple of the, so Temple of the Dog was like... It it's was Chris. Uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, he was, was on... Uh, uh, wasn't it some dudes from Pearl Jam? And it was like kind of like... It was a, yeah, it was, a, it was a blend. It was, they were like, it was the it was offset. A, it was offset of the of yeah. two or three groups. So it was Chris Cornell. Uh, Eddie Dave Vedder Burrell also did some of there. the... Eddie Vedder did some of the vocals too. I like Eddie Vedder. And it was... Uh, <laughs> Have you ever heard misheard lyrics of uh, Yellow Lead Better? 
<laughs> so when you get a chance, oh, look that shit up. Oh, it's so amazing. That's a live. You'll love better. But see, like out of the, all of the like the grunge bands, like I loved like man, I loved like Pearl Jam, and of course like Soundgarden. But I don't know, I always like really, really got into Alice in Chains, and that stuff was <laughs> a little different. I mean, Alice in Chains was amazing. That are they? He's is that lead singer dead too? He is right. The guy from Alice in Chains. Is, I think he's dead too. It's Chris Cornell. From Alice in Chains? Yeah. No, he was never the lead singer of Alice in Chains. Are you sure? It was Lane Staley. I'm almost positive. You're probably right. No, not that one. Is that here, Opera here, Man? What, here we go again, <laughs> like yeah. being shitty uh, great, podcast. Great radio. Oh, yeah. No, that's the actual lyrics. All right. Okay, if you Google, Google that stuff, <laughs> listeners. So. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not attending our podcast, Google misheard lyrics of Yellow Leadbetter, because that is hilarious. I don't know if I can play this or not. <laughs> I can hear it in my, in my headphones, so it's probably working. It's... <laughs> the best part about it is reading the actual video, not the song. Beach of Little Horses. <laughs> Mona said, said, I'm going to leave Ben again. <laughs> <laughs> on a wheel of a wizard on a wave. <laughs> and of course, Mama said that I won't want to see and I fall down again. <laughs> and the wizard. <laughs> Listen. I don't want a whale in a box or a bag. Can you see Dems and Democrats on a porch? Potato wave. <laughs> yeah. So when you have some okay, free time, me, wait, wait, you wait, have to watch that. Let me ask you this. Do you remember to dance into that in junior high? Oh yeah, at the lo- like for us it was the La Salette and the St. Joe's dance oh. and all that. Oh man, Nanny's <sighs> grunge gave it to you like where you either really slow dance with a girl or you can awkward boners galore. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck that bastard in your there waistband. <laughs> Put those in your jam shorts. Yeah, yeah. Your blue jean shorts. Yeah, jorts. Jorts. Yeah. Oh man, are your uh, that girl's got that girl's got Rocky Mountain jeans on? Bring her over here. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back. Hold on. Oh, the host the host has dad duty. My wife is texting me too. All right, give me a second. We'll show on your Apple Watch. One day. <laughs> <laughs> if you only had an Apple Watch, there, John. Yeah, so, um, other than this, this is terrible radio. What were you, like, 90s grunge, I'm trying to think of who else I used to listen to. I mean, I remember, like, as a kid, 
I had a buddy of mine that was like, he was a he was a grungy kid, like. <laughs> no, that he sounds that sounds terrible. He what he was man. He was a dirty kid. But no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't dirty. But he was a he was a like that era. Like he wore those kind of clothes. He was a skater kid. So he had like the flannel and the. He did. He was wearing flannel. He was Doc wearing Martins. Doc Martens and um, or Airwalks. He was a, he was a skater kid oh, too. Oh, nice. But he was also in a band. But this asshole could just sit there and and we've been in his room and he. I remember. I'll, I'll never forget this. So we were hanging out in his in his room, and he had a nice room. Like he had like over in the corner, he had the drum set and he had he had the uh, keyboards, and then he also had his um, his amp and his and his uh, Ibanez guitar. And so we were watching MTV. Do you remember like when we were kids, right? the The cool thing was to have the entertainment center with like the glass, like background, and it had the. Uh, where you can see everything. You can see everything, but also it had like the equalizers and all that stuff yeah. and the speakers, right? So his Ivan's guitar hooked up directly to that. Nice. Yep. And we were watching MTV, and Hendrix was playing the uh, oh. the national anthem. And this asshole kid, best friend of mine growing up in high school, just crept, he he was gifted, just gifted as shit. And I wanted to play the guitar too so bad. He picks his guitar up, and he's like, he's listening to it on TV, and he starts playing the damn national anthem with him at the same time. By ear, huh? By ear. I'm like, Fuck that you guy. are, I hate you. Yeah, exactly. My father-in-law could do that. Uh, pissed me off, man. Just phenomenal. And he would just play the guitar and just rip it, and just, I'm jealous. Hell, we were over here for Thanksgiving one time, and, this past year, Buster's out here on the back patio playing the guitar, and my daughter's like looking at Buster with love and in her <laughs> face, like, "Oh, Mr. Buster playing the guitar for me." Fuck that I'm guy! Like, I'm like, "Shit, I need to learn to play the guitar." And then, meanwhile, Pip and Pip and Gus are running run around over here with ukuleles trying to play the guitar for Lily. <laughs> Where's your daughter? That, Whatever. That's another one that that I could that's I could know ten songs probably. Probably do three. T- ten? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like a lot of weird let me shit. Let me ask y'all a question. Jimmy, y'all want to wrap it up pretty soon, or y'all want to keep rolling? Yeah, we can keep. No, we can wrap. Okay. Uh, like 30 minutes or so. I'm going to go put Gus down. Y'all keep talking. I'll be right back. I told him I'd come back, or. <laughs> we can, I'm if sorry, you, my got, kid's waking up if, right now. If it's, we, if. It's 1230 at night, my kid's waking up. Look, if we need to wrap it up, we can wrap it up. You tell me. Give me 10 minutes. Give me five. Can All right. do this. You got it. Hey, hey, bring bring uh, beers when you come back. Just pick one right Here. there. I'm still working on that other one. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, Jim, so, like, so for me, like, my parents do listen to, like, cool, like, cool music. Like, my wife's dad, like, he was all about all the cool music. Like, she grew up listening to, like, like Rush, you know, and cool. Led Zeppelin, and you know, cool stuff, and like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, like me, like my, my mom and dad listen to like Sonny and Cher, <laughs> and like the Bee Gees, which I guess were cool and in, in their own way, in their own way, and like uh, Andy Gibb, and like who else? I don't know. <laughs> so, you know like, yeah. like Simon and Garfunkel, yeah. that yeah. kind of crap. So it's like, weird. For, it's it's that's my mom's side. My dad was very much the other side. Oh, that's awesome. Country music, 
the whole nine, right? The old Opry stuff. Oh, that's that awesome. That was my dad. Like, my mom, BGs. The, you're like, what the yeah. fuck are you listening to? <laughs> and my dad was just, my dad and his best friend were in the Opry. Like, the old Alvin Opry. Nice. Like, just just down the road, Alvin. They and have they, an Opry? They, oh, yeah. They, awesome. they would play and sing and, like, I loved it. But was like, what the hell? That's why I know a lot of old country music. But Jesus Christ, some of their stuff, I'm like, oh, hmm. Oh, huh. weird. I had to find out a lot. Like, like I had to just go, like, find out a lot about a lot of it. Like, Jimi Hendrix, like, who's this dude? Like, I heard about him, so I went to go listen. Like, oh, this dude's incredible. Or, like, Johnny Cash. Like, I didn't grow up listening to any of this stuff. So I had to search a lot of this kind of stuff out. And, you know, that's I think that's kind of like you, like, why I like so much different things. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. blues. I love jazz. I love all kinds of different stuff depending on the mood have you ever um dealt with uh kenny wayne shepherd yeah yeah i've, I've heard some kenny wayne shepherd he's an amazing guitarist yeah, yeah guitarist absolutely. yeah for sure he's for from sure. he's from texas isn't he yeah yeah local yeah it's nuts man i don't know where i saw him i think i saw him somewhere he was like, in galveston like oof. did he do like a galveston rodeo or he did he was on he was on the beach hmm and it was uh it was it was pretty incredible. But that guy can play the freaking guitar like a madman. But um no, I got into the Texas music scene music scene for quite a while. Uh I got lucky and got pulled into it a little bit. I went to uh I was on I didn't go on the road, but could have gone on the road with uh um Django Walker. Okay. Is that like Man. Texas I don't I don't know who that is. is that like Texas country or <laughs> well, yeah, he's Texas country. So you know who um well, like I mean, man, Django. It was it was fun. It could have been a lot of fun, but but it's Jerry Jeff Walker's son. Okay. And, and so Django. Yeah, I know Jerry Jeff. He, he showed up. And he went to this one little bar and pub and whatever. And he's like, "Hey, man, you want to do this?" I was like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? I'm young. I can do this. Fuck it, let's go." And I walked outside, and I was like, I got on their bus. It was uh, we were at Reno's and. In uh, Webster, Texas. Reno. Yeah. Nice. So I got on his bus, and he was like, hey, man, so you want to go with us on, on tour or what? I'm like, yeah, I think I might. He goes, all right, so you drive, and then we'll go to this, this town, this town, this town, this town. And I was like, ooh, I'm the driver? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. And right? then you're also going to do merchandise, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that, and you're, I'm going to pay you like – Five dollars an hour? No, it was like twenty five thousand bucks a year, something like that. Yep. Uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> best That's a career, hard life. Best. Dude. Career, oh, dude. Well, I mean, if if I was single and young and do whatever you want to do, yeah, could be a phenomenal life, right? Like just yeah. get all kind of roadie off put. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but no, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do this. This is terrible. Sounds like a bad idea. Uh, I'm gonna get probably herpes or other kids <laughs> more kids i don't even know about right and herpes God. or worse oh. hell i don't know oh. that's a cool off i mean that's a Django cool story Walker. though it, you know it'd be awesome he was a, he was a good dude but mm. how's his music Django's awesome so I was, can i tell you who so, my my all-time worst uh country music or texas country music person ever is because right, i can't stand the guy Randy Rogers. You know, he's Texas country, right? 
Did you just say that? He is. And, I, 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 and that's something I don't know a whole lot about. Like, I don't like Kevin Fowler. And, no, like, he's, like a, he's a good guy. Like, he, he can sing. He's a good he's songwriter. He's a douchebag. Huge douchebag. Really? Yep. See, this, I love these kind of stories of, like, hey, I met this guy, and he's a complete turd. No, so we – um, so – we're in League City, Texas, so like, I don't know, five, ten miles away is Santa Fe, Texas. And so every year we do this thing called the uh, Ruddy Day in the Fay, right? So big thing, we all get together, and the very first year we ever did this, we got this big horse trailer that was, well, it was a hay trailer, actually. It was just a flat deck trailer. And we put these, we put these bands up on this trailer, and the first band we ever had was Randy Rogers. And so we were at this, we were at this, my buddy's house. It was early. Like we just got there, set everything up, got the trailer set up. Hey, put up there. Randy got all of his shit put up on the trailer and all nice and neat and whatever else. And we got this keg tapped and we start drinking out of this keg and I'm pumping the keg for this guy. I've never even met before. Apparently it's Mr. Randy Rogers. He's wearing a Waylon Jennings shirt. I'm pumping this keg and I'm like, I see this Waylon. It's just, he just says Waylon. Army Green says Waylon. Sweet shirt. He goes, yeah, Waylon Jennings. I'm like, yeah, no shit. He's like, yeah, I didn't think it was Waylon Jackson. Right. And he's like, uh, no, Waylon Jennings. Like, oh. Was it his T-shirt? Was it actually Waylon Jennings' shirt? Yes. And he made it look like it was a big deal. And I got all <laughs> pissed off. And I was like, first of all, if you're going to talk back to me, Stand up on a chair and say it to my face, you little midget. Oh, shit. I'm back. Is he a small guy? He's a tiny guy. So he was actually so like, it didn't, a, it didn't work out deal. so well. That was my first interaction with Mr. Randy Rogers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then he gets on stage and he starts singing. And I am drunk as F. Is it drunk? Is it, drunk is AF. This, did you say this is explicit? Yeah. yeah. Go say it. Drunk as fuck. I was drunk as fuck. And uh, I just. Just pestering the shell, these guys. I'm like, I'm like, fuck you. I hate you. I hope trolling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad. See me trolling. You throw them. Here's the bad part. So we're all partying. Corey, Corey's there. David, everybody. We're all hanging out, having a good time. And the it's over with at like ten ten thirty at night. Because I've been drinking since I don't know nine a.m. Getting all this shit set yeah. up. 8 a.m. Open my eyes. Yeah. Kick my chick till I open the blinds. Yeah. And we end up, I'm like, like he goes, and as he's finishing up his set for the Rowdy Day in the Fay, the first annual Rowdy Day in the Fay, he goes, hey, join us over at uh, Yaga's in Galveston for the next round. We'll be there at 11 o'clock. I'm like, nope. No, I'm not. And guess where Todd ended up? Yaga's. Yaga's. <laughs> and was, Todd, it, was this the, ori- the, uh, the original Rowdy Day in the Fay? Okay. And I was there just railing on him. And and I'll never forget, his fiddle player, his name was Brady, the nicest guy ever. So I'm <laughs> ripping into this guy in Yaga's. And the whole time I'm thinking, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this. I hate this guy. I hope he just falls off a cliff and dies on an impact. Don't care. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just ripping him the whole time. I go to piss in, in Yaga's, and, and Brady's like, hey, man. I bought the rest of your beers. You just chilled the fuck out. <laughs> you got paid off. And I'm like, hush money. All right, fine. <laughs> so I got I drank for the rest of the night for free. But but dude, I'm telling you, the, it's he's probably a nice guy. He might be a nice guy. 
but the whaling, the, the whaling very t-shirt thing. Threw the, you off. the the very first interaction I had with the guy was off, and and he was a dick about it, and I was like, you know what? About his whaling shirt. Yes, man. Don't talk to me like that. Like he he thought you didn't know who Waylon Jennings. Was. No, I, he was just he, it was just. I think he thought he was better. I don't. I don't. You know what? I can't talk about you how sing I think. Music, you, I wonder if we can get him on the podcast. I think that he. <laughs> the way he presented himself sounded like he was better than me, and then he was like, "I'm motherfucker, I'm, you're in Santa Fe, hey, Texas. Hey, do you know who I am? I'm Randy Rogers. Hey, bitch, I'm paying you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we all chipped in money to pay for your dumb ass on a fucking horse trailer in a pasture. Sorry, I digress. Was, was it a lot? Was it expensive? Was he expensive? Uh, at the was time, he I don't remember. Five money? grand? No, he wasn't. He wasn't that expensive. It was like. Oh, shit, two thousand bucks, fifteen hundred. Oh, he, he was more expensive. Than you know, we need to do. We need to. Get this is Randy. Right, right now, Randy Rogers probably charges forty-five to fifty grand every time what? he shows up. We yeah. need to see like That's Marcus the Trail money. If, <laughs> he's an American hero. First of all, fuck off. I'll pay that. Yeah. That guy shot people. He was a lone survivor. I'd like to do that. Randy Rogers. All he did was piss Todd Carson off. I hate that little <laughs> <major laughs> fuck face. So, we should pay hey, to bring, get him on the podcast. Hey, yeah, I'll fight him right here. Okay, we'll do like so, one of those things. We'll just surprise Todd. We'll just say, "Hey, we got We're going to do a podcast, and Randy Rogers uh, will be sitting in here. Do it. I'll fight awesome. him. I'll fight him right here. You put it on. You can broadcast that shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we need a webcam. All right. Maybe we can get Marcus Luttrell to referee the fight. That'll be awesome. He's got a twin <laughs> brother. You know that, right? Yeah, Morgan. So I, I actually tried to get him. It's that's he's right. What? I tried to get him to speak. Like I, I like called his. I don't know who it was. His organization, or whatever. It literally. So they said, uh, it's forty five for forty five minutes. It's fifty thousand dollars. Holy shit! We gotta get better at public speaking. No kidding. Gotta get and let's see. So we were gonna do like probably a, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. <laughs> 19 beers we've drank in two hours is not improving at any. And first class accommodations, and you had to pay for his travel. That's what you see on the table, first of all. Yeah, that's not yeah. counting all the shit that I threw away. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sucks. Oh. Yeah, so anyway. So yeah. so Todd hates Randy no. Rogers. So what else do you hate, Todd? You know what we need to do? We need to get a group. Let's get the uh, the moms together, and uh, let's just gather a bunch of money and be like, hey, we're raising a bunch of money, and we want to try and get a, a somebody to play here in the neighborhood. Like, who could we get for like Not Randy <laughs> Rogers. Fuck that guy. I'm just going to do a GoFundMe. Todd Carson wants to fight Randy Rogers, and we'll, we could probably get that taken Yeah. All right, everybody, if you would like to see Todd and Randy Rogers fight, paypal.me backslash Buster Cavalera. What, what, uh, is this like, would this be like a wrestling match or like well, a yeah, UFC, not, like a UFC straight, cage match? Or are we straight two guys in a field? Uh, you like you what? show up wearing what you're wearing right now to fight him. Like, you won't see me coming. I'm wearing camo, man. <laughs> can't find me. Still. Uh, you know what? No, like like Speedo and uh, all kinds of weird shit going no, on. Let's pull like the razor blade out of your trunks and slice yeah. them up like a chain. Yeah. Now, this has got to be like two old boys meet at the keg in the field and fight over a girl. <laughs> it's fine. I'll do it. Maybe how, wait, how old of a gentleman is this guy? He's younger than I am. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Please, let's please. do it. Oh, Buster's but looking at him up. 
I don't even know what this guy looks like. Brandy. <laughs> Is that bad? I mean, it's, uh, it's not. He's not that good. <laughs> I like Randy Rogers. <laughs> I hate him. Every time he comes on the radio, my wife's like, hey, who's your buddy? So it's like a nemesis? Okay. Yes, kind of. No, Buster, well, yeah. Buster, who's your but nemesis? But honestly, hey, I'm going to be honest. It's a one-sided hey, nemesis. Dukas. He's like, I don't even know. He doesn't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> what did you say? He's Michael Dukakis? Hank Martukas. Who's that? <laughs> Michael Dukakis. <laughs> what did you say? Hank Dukakis. What did you say? Is <laughs> that like, Hank, a, like a kid Hank that beat Mar- you up in junior high or something? No, Hank Martukas. I don't know you, who that is. <laughs> if you don't know who it is, you've never seen the movie. <laughs> Ever seen what, what was that from? Uh, it's the one with uh, "I Love You, Man" by. Uh, oh, that's your that's your nemesis. <laughs> no, it's the dad. The dad, and he's like, "Look, I don't need a best friend. I have a best friend, Hank Mardukas." <laughs> and he's like, "Tell us, and your brother." And he tells him, John, who's who's your who's your nemesis? Who's your nemesis? Will John? Clark, <laughs> Guy Clark's brother. Will Clark, the baseball player. Oh, you had a bad interaction with yeah, him. Yeah, that was it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm not that guy. Clark, that guy. No, I had a guy that I grew up with in my neighborhood that I hated. <laughs> Phil, Phil Horton. A fucking Phil Horton. Phil Horton, because you sucked at basketball. You, because he was short, or he, he sucked was, at basketball. Because he, he sucked and he was fat. <laughs> oh, you, you fat sucky basketball player. <laughs> you hey, child. come on, he's probably like up. super successful now. Is he sick? Was this? Like, <laughs> he's like, 16? hey, by the way, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nine, I'm a nine <laughs> figure. Real estate agent. Eat it, John Randolph. <laughs> I've got my face You're in a bag. You're begging for Apple Watches on a podcast, <laughs> and I'm a CEO of a billion-dollar company, you jack-off. You jack-wagon. <laughs> think you're better than me? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have a nemesis. You don't? I've got a lot of people that – I've got a couple of people that don't like me. You probably have some you, in this neighborhood. You, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a – Bunch in this neighborhood, but hey, the quickest way to get nemesis, 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 yeah, is to get elected to the board of the <laughs> HOA. You got to do something about this, Buster. He's nutria. Oh, dude, we're, we tried to, but well, you don't he have a rifle, and he, he got tired of it, so he quit the board. <laughs> first of all, no, I didn't get tired of it. I just got. He's got busy. He got. He got. He got my commitments. Life too much abuse for free. He got life. He got life. But I think a lot of the people that don't like me is because they wanted to do something, and I told them no. I told them why the reason was no, and they didn't like it, and so they took it personally out on me. That's what it was. Or somebody decided to do something, and I was the guy that told them, "Hey, look, what you did was wrong." Here's why. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to either take this down or redo this. And then they took it personal out of me. That was the biggest thing. Look, look, people that live on the lakes that have a non-privacy fence that want to have sex on their patios are their own business. <laughs> it's none of your business, Buster. And you, you took away all the Christmas decorations. Oh. That's Scrooge. No, I got We can't have Christmas, Christmas anymore? <laughs> I got more Christmas decorations. You just can't put it outside. Uh, Back to the patio yes. thing, though. I have never turned <laughs> anyone down for that. No. But, no, it, it's funny, like, the way people would do stuff. And then they look, okay, we live in a HOA control, controlled community. You have regulations you have to go by. It's not the Wild West where you can do whatever the hell you want. 
and then somebody decides to do something like really dumb. And then they all of a sudden you get a letter saying like, oh, hey, by the way, you didn't ask us for permission to paint your house purple. And they get all upset saying, my house looks good purple. Yeah, you're the only purple house in a neighborhood full of houses of brick and stucco. Sorry. that I paid $12,000 to paint my house purple. Well, yeah, like if you would have come to us first and asked We'd have told us, you no. We would have told you no, and we would have given you very good reasons why. And then you have to pay another 12000 and like, paint your house a different... That's the bullshit there was. And then, you know what it is? It's like, Buster Cavallaro told me that my house can't be purple. Fuck him. I can live with that at night. Fuck him with a pH. <laughs> I can sleep at night with that, so... It's yeah. all right. Uh, you know what, I though? Do that job. I can't, <laughs> like, you, you just get... It. I don't have good people skills. I uh, me that. either. I, I, you know what? I would, no, I would Todd, fuck, you do I would, have good people skills. I do, but I would fuck it up. I, w- I really would. Oh, no. I would. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, you know what? We sound uh, very similar, you and I. I don't think I would, I could handle it. I'm just like, you know what? Uh, you're right, but you're also way wrong. <laughs> I don't think people like being told they're wrong. Not no, they don't. They don't. Like, you know what? Like, oh, uh, stop fucking with the Nutra uh, traps because it's causing a goddamn mess. Here we go again. And we're just going to shoot shit. So either that or just shut up. I Like, here's the thing. I have, like, very little tolerance for stupidity. Yeah. I, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I said it. Good. I have Me very too. little tolerance for feel-good explanations. Just stupidity. It's just it, stupidity. It, just call, call it what it is. It's I, I call it feel-good explanations. You're sugarcoating it, but I'm just saying it's stupidity. Is that your sure. number one pet peeve, Tom? Yeah. Stupid people, Tom, right? yes, Tom. I didn't say yeah, Tom. Tom. I said Tom. I said no, Tom. Let's go back. You said it's Tom. It's Tom. It's okay, though. Look, that little bibble right, right there. It says Tom, Tom right there. It's Tom. That's well, you. That's you. Call me Tom. I don't know why I said that. Sorry, John. You've been drinking beers all day. All day. Sorry, John. The answer is wrong. John. Sorry, John. John. I said John. I said yeah. You said John. I didn't say John. You said John. <laughs> that little blip right there is John. Fuck. All right. You know, touche. No. Touche. Right. I have very little patience for stupidity. Stupidity. <laughs> yeah, stupid. People. This is getting weird. Yep. Awkward. All right. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. What do y'all say? Y'all want to go on a golf cart ride? Sure. All right, it's two Let's in the morning. All right, here it is. So it is, call it. 12.50. 12.50. We're done for the uh, the old good old boy podcast? Yeah, we are. So we're going to go hunt some Nutra. All right, everybody. John. In this episode, my my good friends, Jonathan Randolph, Mr. Tom Carson, <laughs> John Randolph. John. <laughs> oh, John! Oh, oh, John! John oh. Randolph and Tom Carson, guys. Uh, th- thanks for coming like by tonight. Carson I got, I gotta say, actually, uh, I'm glad y'all came by tonight, and we were able to record this and just have a, just have a really good freaking. It was a hoot. It just. Re- let me ask y'all this before little, we go off. Little, little John foolery. <laughs> little John foolery. Uh, thanks for coming by, Todd Foolery. All right, y'all. Everybody, thank y'all for listening to the Good Old Boy Podcast. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. If you're a new listener, <laughs> sorry. Trust me, it gets better from here. Uh, once again, always, you can find us on all your uh, 
podcasting hosts, and we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on iTunes. If you can, find us on Facebook and take a follow, take a listen. We're goodoldboypodcast.com. If you know of a good old boy that we should have in a studio, somebody who's very interesting, works with his hands, uh, not Jom and Tom. Uh, <laughs> these guys. But if you know them, send them our way. We really appreciate God's. I appreciate We'd support. love to interrogate him. And if you can, please go and rate and support rate and like this page uh subscribe because that's how we're gonna get more of these shenanigans going uh and as always as i say say hi to your mom and them for me good night we love you